Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode number 206. Thanks for coming in studio with us here. I am your host, Travis, and uh, today we are going to be wrapping up round four of the 2022 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series. We are officially a third of the way through. Wild. Um, before we get started with all of that, just want to give a shout out to our sponsors. So first up, our presenting sponsors, Energy Fuel, the best fucking drink out there. Keep yourself fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish. Pick yours up today at CoachRobStore.com. Also presenting the show, Premier Custom Trailers. If you need a trailer, commercial or residential, Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all your trailer needs, sales, service, parts, or rentals. They do it all. PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five minutes south of U.S. 131. Uh, in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. And as always, been with us since the beginning, TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. Make sure to check them out at tlrcoatings.com or on all the major social media networks. Also on board with us, Holster Co., Alias Sport, Dirt Bike Depot, JT Cycle, Adept Creative Co., Gutterworks, Isaac Nelson Designs, and Clutch Media. If you guys want to help us out, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, Tell your friends about us. The more we get out there, the better. Um, also, make sure to pick up some merch. Dylan Danger Zone 2022 Outdoor Tour shirt is there. Uh, me and Justin will be at Red Bud here in a couple of weeks. We will be at Iron Man at the end of August. And we will Excellent. be at Destinations in September. Bet you some French people are going to get a kick out of that. Those are our three outdoor races. Yep. <laughs> well, three Supercrosses, three outdoors. Three Supers, three outdoors. So... Um, yeah, also make sure to check out the podcast. Everybody knows that by now. Um, there's Amazon links, there's Patreon links. Like I said, there's merch links in the description down below in studio with me. OG co-host. He's, you know, pretty regular now because he's decided to get his head out of his ass there. We had a little struggle there for a while. Now our head's out of our ass. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's the one and only big real estate guy, <laughs> big real estate guy. Yeah. Thanks man. He's like, he's the next Robert Kiyosaka. He's the next, uh, who's that 10X guy? Why am I blanking on his name I, now? I don't know. Grant Cardone. Yeah. I mean, you're fucking, yeah, just killing it in real estate. Thanks, bro. It's Justin. Hi. Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, you know, just hanging out, so. Just hanging out. I forgot to tell you, too, earlier, Iron Man, guy's trip. Who's, uh, oh, just us going? Yep. Okay. Kind of figured. I mean, that's what we did last year. Yeah, I got to book hotels. Are we, uh, I mean, we got time. Are we going, are we going down Thursday or are we doing the Friday thing again? No, we'll go down Friday. Head back Saturday? Maybe. Depends Maybe. how hot it is. If it's really hot. If it's anything like last year. <laughs> if it's anything like last year, we're coming back Saturday night. Oh. If it's not, we might stay Sunday and race. God, dude, that was hot last year. If it's, like I said, if it's hot like that, we're out. Well, we know MX of Nations is going to be nice and cool. Yeah. Just hopefully it doesn't rain. We'll see. So anyway, okay. Uh, so we are gonna wrap up. Like I said, um, we're gonna wrap up. Th uh, not Thunder Valley. High point. It, high point here. 
Round it's four. It's Sunday. We're forgetting. We're, yeah, we're it's a third. Fine. We're a third of the way through the season already. We are going to. Uh, we're going to talk some Red Bud coming up. We'll talk a little fantasy. We've got a reload rant, which I'm super pumped on because I got some things pointed out to me the other day that are very, very similar to what we have going on here in our sport, in a different sport, which is interesting. Also, just some other things we can talk about. I mean, well, if we if we know of any information, each one of us that there are with several things we need to talk about because I was going to do a video this week about a certain uh, Italian rider and oh uh, yeah, we could talk about I never that. Got around well, to doing I mean, that, you know, so. after what happened in that second 450 moto, maybe he's around for a little bit longer. Yeah, we'll see. So, all and right, another 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 KTM guys coming over. We can talk about that. All right, let's get it. Okay, so uh, first up, we'll start with our 450 race recap, brought to you by our friends at JT Cycle, serving Battle Creek, Michigan, for over 30 years. Stop in to check out their full selection of Beta Gas Gas Husky and Suzuki motorcycles and Power Sports products. If you need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up, they have that too with the full lines of Echo, Aaron's, Gravely, and Simplicity. Visit JTCycle.com or follow them on Instagram at JTCycleBC. <sighs> okay, 450s here. Wild day. A little bit. Not, little as, bit. not as wild as Thunder Valley, but uh, pretty... Hold Oh, hold on. Let got me, the iPad going. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. yeah. Got the iPad. Fuck, yeah. We got the iPad going. Oh, man. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Drop the ball. It was, Dude, it, I had it pulled up. What the fuck is happening? Oh, man. Here? Great radio. Sorry, guys. Technical <sighs> difficulties. I had the page pulled up. Mm. Like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Mm. Now I got next to no service here. Okay, let's start with the Cairoli thing, though, okay? Okay. Uh... This so, is ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. So, and there's a lot of pissed off people out there. So do you want to start or do you want me to go? I'll go with it. So, All right, go for so, it. So Cairoli has been riding for free, essentially. I did a whole... I set everything up on like... Yeah, he's not even making start money. Tuesday, yeah. I set everything up on Tuesday when I was here mm -hmm. and, and, and did a little five-minute blurb because I was going to put out a video and then I just didn't have time. Anyway, he's riding for fucking free. Yeah. Okay, he's not getting start money. He's not getting anything. He's an Nothing. ambassador for KTM. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Bullshit. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come over and race. Okay, fine, cool, no problem. He is the number one KTM rider mm -hmm. in the in the series right now. Yep, he is. KTM refuses to give him any money to keep him going through the rest of the series. Yep. They're basically from everything that it sounds like is is they're like, oh, this is like a a bucket list thing and it's like an extended vacation and you're just getting to do this you know and we're we're lending you a bike you're we're letting you do this and it's like this man has won nine eight, world titles eight of them have been with ktm either seven or eight yep. all of the 450s have been with him because mm -hmm. he won so okay so seven out of his nine world titles have been with ktm because the first two he was with DeCarlo yamaha yep it's like this man has done more for your guys's brand than and, I, and this is no disrespect to Ryan Dungey, but Cairoli's done more for KTM than any other person has. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear Cooper Webb. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to. As much as I love Marv, I don't want to hear Marv. Cairoli has done more for KTM in the last thirteen years or whatever it's been. He's been with the team. Yep. Than any other person on planet Earth. This man has been nothing. He has been the epitome of a businessman. Never got into off track bullshit. Never got into – he's had his on-track scuffles with people, but it's just a racing incident. Never caused drama within the team. He's always out there being a strictly professional businessman. This man has done everything for KTM. And he wanted to come over, and he wanted to do this as a bucket list because he's not full-time anymore. 
and it took him a little bit. It's been a little bit of a struggle, but yeah, it uh, there was some interviews that happened after Thunder Valley, and they go, "Hey, you sticking around?" And you know, all of us dum dums over here were like, "Yeah, you know, he's killing it. The number one KTM guy. Of course, he's going to stick around." No, no, he's um. We can't do that. No, we can't we do can't it. We can't afford. We to can't pay. pay him. Stupidest fucking thing. We can't I pay have him. talked about this already, and I've talked about this before. That. The Austrian brands are flailing right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the fuck happened, but, well, yes, we do. When did they start flailing? Well, it pretty much happened at the beginning of this year. Ish. I mean, you could stay When kind of did we notice this? Because we noticed this when Gas Gas came in. Yeah. With the making three teams, and all of a sudden now, oh, we don't have, you know, all of these guys on all of these different teams. But what else did they do outside of dirt bikes when that started? Oh, when they moved over to MotoGP. Bingo. Yeah. They're which is wild. Which is wild because for a long time, the GPs, the KTM group over there, had their shit together. But they basically did the same thing that we did over here. They split off into Gas Gas. They started mm-hmm. a factory Gas Gas team over there. So it was only Hurlings and Vial. They were the factory KTM guys. Guadagnini and Prado went over to Gas Gas. Say the same thing, but it was like, oh, we can't get our shit over here right, but yet they, them over there, and then they're even going through the same thing. It's, yeah, I mean, they started funneling a lot of money over to MotoGP, and it's... It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. That's all there is to it. Like, it's absolutely the most stupid fucking thing I've ever seen in my and life. And yet KTM is paying fucking Cooper Webb to, to go sit, sit at on home. The, on go hang out league. with Chad Reed at a fucking... He's, on, fuck, he's on fucking maternity leave. Yeah, they, he's on maternity leave. He, he Yeah, he rode with Chad Reed at some local Carolina series or whatever mm-hmm. last weekend. And we're paying him, but yet we can't pay Cairoli some start money. We can't pay him anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's fucking ridiculous. Like, KTM right now, we got... Oh, and apparently... <laughs> okay. So, we prob- you probably already know this because we already kind of knew this without knowing it, I guess. But apparently, Marv was at Paula, right? Which, why wouldn't he have been? Somebody not affiliated to KTM, not affiliated to any team, was over there just bullshitting with him. And I don't know if Marv wanted this guy to say this or he didn't. But he asked him. He goes, hey, you know, what's what's the deal? Like, what's going on in the summer? Like, hey, you know, are you, you going to... He's like, oh, no, you know, I'd like to be out there right now. He's like, I even went to them, and I said, hey, can, is there any room for me outdoors? Crickets. Nothing. Marv wants to be out there right now. Because I know there's been this big dispute whether Marv actually wanted to go ride outdoors, and he just didn't get up. That's basically what it was. He's like, I'll ride outdoors. They didn't offer him a contract. He even went to, after Supercross, I guess, and asked Roger Nian, is there any way I could be on a bike for outdoors? Sweet. Nothing. So cool. So now we actually have confirmation that that is legit. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know who this guy was, but apparently, yeah, Marv was, like, really happy to tell this dude, too. Yeah, I'd like to be out there right now, but there's just there's, there's apparently no room for me. Look, I've said it. They're flailing, and I don't know what – I don't know if it's just, like, they cut the budgets too thin when they picked up the MotoGP side of things. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking wild to me. Which really makes me wonder what's going to happen with – hurlings moving forward because as much money as he commands if we're going to see him on a different brand soon probably because if they keep doing this they're not going to be able to afford him and he's and of all people which it goes back to what we talked about of people knowing your worth jeffrey's not going to take a fucking cent less than what he's been making and he'll be like i'll just go ride somewhere else yeah and i'm telling you this right now if they lose hurlings ktm as a whole loses hurlings 
and we know that Cooper eventually is going away, mm-hmm. KTM is done. Mm-hmm. If you lose Hurlings and Cooper Webb, you're, you're done. You're irrelevant again. It's hilarious to me because think about five years ago. Yeah. Everybody was on a steel frame. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted it. I heard a story yesterday as far as KTMs went about a kid had a 22 and a half KTM 125. Mm-hmm. 14 hours in, blows the crank up. Yep. There was a recall because they wanted to change the CDI box in it. Yeah. And the CDI box, the reason they were changing them is because they were going to make it so the bike wouldn't rev out as far because apparently there was a production problem and they weren't pressing a certain crank bearing on there correctly. So the motors were grenading quicker. And so the CDI box was made to make it not rev out as much to hopefully elongate the life of the fucking crank. And then he did this. Well, because that... He was like, fuck it. Like, I don't even care. I'll just fucking pay and get it done because I just need to be able to ride. And apparently, A, you can't get parts for it. And I'm surprised there. And B, the bearing obviously fucking exploded, took out the fucking, took out everything. Yeah, because it's the bearing cage that the two shaft ends go to on the rod. Yeah. And there's also copper thrust washers on each side of them. Yeah, that's that's a super ridiculous thing. That's... (laughs) Yeah, I just, dude, like I said, if KTM loses Hurlings and, and Coop, and we know eventually they're going to lose Coop, if Hurlings decides to bounce when his contract's up or yeah. just gets out of his contract because he sees the writing on the wall, KTM's going to be irrelevant again. Like, there's there's nothing left for them because Cairoli's gone. Marv's going to be retiring or at least retiring from racing in the States full time because we know he's going to do World Supercross. Hurlings would be gone. Yeah, I mean... And Prado's on Gas Gas, so, I mean, technically on an Austrian brand, but Prado's going through his own problems right now. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> – it sucks. I mean, there's a possibility, and we'll get into this, where there could be a reason Cairoli might be staying. Yeah. But if I'm him, if I'm not getting paid, why the fuck would I stay? Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter if they have a bike for me or not. Dude, he deserves – people may be like, oh, he's retired. No, fuck that. It's Antonio Cairoli. The dude deserves to get paid. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and tell me, well, they were doing him a favor. Ah, fuck that. But no. When if this was somebody else, I'd be like, okay, this is Tony Cairoli, seven-time world champion. Well, and you know, after yesterday, now they're going to argue. Dun- well, Dungey was leading. Dungey, and we'll get to this. But I also have a. Th- I think that what happened yesterday with Tony was because of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll I think get so to, too. So we'll, we'll we'll get to that when we get um, to. It, but yeah, it's it's just fucking ridiculous. I don't get it. Yeah, let's take a break for a second here, so I can pull up these results so we can okay. talk about this because yeah it's not working i'm trying <laughs> it's not working so just say all right and we're back sorry about that everybody okay so 450 results here now that we've ranted about Cairoli, and i'm sure we'll rant more so let's get into this so eli tomac goes 2-1 <laughs> that was Sakamoto, dude he was on one yeah it was a crazy thing interesting is, day kind of like with uh kenny at thunder valley i didn't realize the stat that eli has won every second moto there <laughs> yeah. since like what 2017 it's been a while he's it's won been, like he won, he won the last, he's yeah. won the last four second motos in a row yeah. no i had to been t- i think it was 2018 because i think that would have been the fourth one because no it would have been 2017 because baggett won the first moto in 2017 yeah yeah that's wild i didn't realize that like that's crazy to like two stats you find out in two weeks like the kenny thing and, and yeah. eli you're like damn wow 
Yeah, I mean, dude, he wrote good, dude, and he, he was, was closing. On it. And the first moto, when he got into second, late in that moto, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, and we'll get to it when we talk about Chase. You can say he backed it down, but dude, Eli cut six seconds out of his out of his lead. Yeah, with like what ten minutes to go or whatever, and Chase was probably backing it down a little bit, but still, like he cut six seconds into the mm-hmm. lead. Chase wasn't backing it down that much. No, 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 no. Ah, dude, it, mm, Eli's looking good, man. He's looking really fucking good. You know who else is looking good, though? Who's that? Chase Sexton. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, are we, is that all you wanted to talk about with Eli? Or? <sighs> I mean, what else do you say? He's, Dude, he's a three-time champ for a reason, mm-hmm. and we're seeing it. And I thought we each pointed out a good thing yesterday, an interesting thing, too, with he's never rode a Yamaha on any of these tracks. No. So this is the first time he's riding it. So, And now we're coming up to dirt that he thrives on mm-hmm. the next three rounds. Mm-hmm. So this could get interesting here, like because it's thirteen it, it, points to him in yes, Chase. Thirteen, yes, yeah, yes. Because oh, we'll talk about that too. God, dude, this still. I, I I know that I sound like a broken record, but dude, now that we got this, it sucks that Dylan's not here, dude. It does. Oh my god, it does. I mean, that's all I have to say, and I think that's an obvious statement. But God, dude, could you imagine if Dylan was oh, out yeah. there right now? Oh, Jesus, yeah. dude, it just it sucks. Because like we didn't really have an idea of what this this battle would look like, mm-hmm. and now that we see that it's a crazy one and it's going to end up being that way, I couldn't imagine what it would be like if Dylan would be in there. But yeah, dude, it, he's looking good, man. He's yeah. looking good, and I'm going to have to believe that anytime he's top three off the start, he has to be top three off the start. He can't. He can come through. No, no, no. I mean, if he's top three off the start, as far as being able to beat him. Mm. I know Chase did what he did in that first moto, man, but with the way Eli is looking with these seven, eight minutes to go, like he's always been, but now it's, like, different. Now this is, like, how many motos in a row where he's done it consistently this late into the moto. Where With Cowie, it was up and down. You would get it for two weekends, and then the next couple weekends, it'd be like, eh. Sure. Now he's done this how many second moto or how many motos in a row late into the moto, and it's like, dude, if he's got a lead, because that's the thing. We haven't seen him with a lead yet even. Yeah. He's always come from behind. the hell you think's going to happen if he somehow pulls a start out of his ass. Uh-huh. Holy shit. But is Chase so is Chase getting more respect from you or are you still going to shit I've on I've never him? not it's See that's the thing. I've uh, never I don't know. You've been kind of yeah, okay. Not disrespectful, mm-hmm. but you're very critical of it. And then I'm watching that yesterday, especially that first moto going. Yep. Justin, I think it's time that you you got back down the you got back down the sexton hate here. Okay, but see, here's the thing though. What happened the second moto? He got second. Yeah, but here's the thing. He gave the guy that he's probably going to be battling with all summer now motivation. Eli is the guy. I think we okay. learned some. What, what happened that second moto? Chase had a lap, lap and a half mm-hmm. that things happened really fast for him. You had. He passes Kenny. Mm-hmm. Kenny comes back up the inside of yep. that fucking, you know, uh, whatever it is, the, the the turn with the fucking wood thing on the outside. Oh, the billboard yeah, turn. Yeah, the billboard turn. He came back up, and he, dude, he ran Chase right to the edge of that oh, track. Yeah. We all saw that. Mm-hmm. And then Chase made, like, a couple little mistakes. Like, he missed ruts, whatever, on that lap. And then next thing you know, Eli's by him. But Eli passed both dudes in two fucking corners. Yeah. I mean, the Eli was going, mm-hmm. and he was gone. Um, So... And then he regrouped, 
and then came back to second. Like, because it was he in third or was he Chase? fall back to fourth? Chase? Yeah. yeah. Now Chase was in third because Dungey closed on him when he oh, started okay. making that mistake, but he had never. I don't think Dunge ever actually passed him. Okay. He closed right up on his rear fender, but I don't think he ever actually passed him. Okay. I okay. So let me clarify. I think the reason why I'm being so bullheaded about this is because I'm looking. Uh, this is the second time I've used this saying. Writing oh, on the wall. The writing on the wall. I'm looking at what's going on with Eli right now, and I'm seeing a lot of 2017, especially 2018 right now going mm-hmm. on with him. I mean, you could even say 2019, but 2019, the series was a little bit closer compared to the first, the two years before that. So 2018, when he won like 18 out of 24 motos or whatever yeah. it was. I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at how good he's he's doing, how consistent he's been now for the last six motos in a row. Mm-hmm. Five motos, five motos, because it was second moto at Hangtown. And it's like, and just the comment that I just made, he has yet to get an actual start, mm-hmm. like, a Ch- like a Chase Sexton start or a Ken Roxon start. If we're going to put Chase as he's going to be battling for this title, and we know that Eli, kind of like at Supercross, only gets better as the summer goes on, now especially that we have three tracks that we're going to, that Eli, let's be real, is very good at. Yeah. You kind of have to have that thought in your head. I'm not doing it because I'm trying to be overcritical of Chase. I just think I'm putting it out there in the atmosphere because if we're going to look at him and think he's going to win this championship, he has to look at deep si- deep inside himself and realize what is a com- what is coming down the pipeline at him. And it's like, dude, you said he doesn't like the sand. We know that Chase is not the biggest sand guy. Yep. What do you think is going to happen to Southwick? Yeah. Well, look, I'm not. I'm not. So do you see what I'm trying to say? I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to hate on Chase because I like Chase. I really like his dad here. Do you understand what I'm trying? Like I'm trying to say. I know that a lot of people. I mean, there's like, a lot. Of, yes, there is a lot coming down the pipeline here if Eli Tomac continues to either do what he does, and we know what's going to happen to Washugal. Build. We oh, know what's yeah. going to happen to Washugal. Yeah. So it's like. So it's like. Yeah. He's he's got that. Chase is going to have to figure out a way to have some weekends where he doesn't let Eli get him, so that that way on the weekends where Eli does get him, you know. Okay, fine. Because you're probably looking at the next four rounds, two of those rounds, barring anything crazy, Eli's going to beat Chase. Yeah. Southwick and Washugal. Yeah. I, I hate to be that guy, but I just, and I maybe you disagree with me, I don't see there's a way that Sexton's beating Eli at either of those two races in any moto, barring a bike grenade. How surprised are you going to be if he does, though? I, like, Southwick, no, I, I don't be- see, but Washugal, maybe. <sighs> Eli's really good at Washugal, but Chase is really good this year. He is really good, and, and he's openly admitted that he doesn't do well in sand. He's not. So the next three rounds are sand races, sand. though. But the next three races are sand. Red Bud, yeah, South Red Buddy's been at, Red Buddy's been at forever. But look how he's many races Eli has won it to but, Red Bud. But look how much Eli wins at Red Bud. I, I agree. I, I agree. think I'm just looking at this as I'm looking at the and I made this comment in the last show. The next four rounds are very very critical to Chase in his title hopes. Yeah, because these next four rounds are arguably Eli's best races. Yep. Now, see, here's the thing. The reason why I say these next four rounds are super critical, and I'm getting way far ahead because we're only at round four, but just follow me. The next four rounds... Go if with he me can, here. Yeah. Okay. If he can split moto wins yep. with Eli at these next four rounds, or just split beating you, like not even wins, because w- as much as we like to think that, anything can obviously happen. Fucking mm-hmm. Kenny could win. I mean, there's guy, there's stuff that could happen. Yeah. He's got to split because then you're going into the last four rounds are Unadilla, Bud's Creek, Iron Man, and Paula. Unadilla, Kenny's 
Kenny's going to win you to Dylan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you're basically looking at that as, is that's like, that's not going to happen. We're not going to win there, but Eli's not going to win there either. And I'm getting long winded at this, but I just want people to follow me. So then we go to Bud's Creek and Iron Man. Kind of fair game for both of them mm-hmm. because they've both been good there. But here's the thing if you can get through these next four rounds and go tit for tat with Eli, the four race stretch, we go to the final round at Paula. Chase at Paula is kind of like Jet at Paula. Yeah. Do you see what good. I'm trying? Yep, do you yep, see what I'm yep, trying yep. to get at? Okay, so that's why I say these next four rounds. If he can go tit for tat with Eli, it's going to make the last four rounds basically an all-out brawl. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that if he cannot beat, do that for the next four rounds, and he lets Eli get the points lead at all, it's not going to matter by the time we go to Paula because Eli is going to be so far gone. You kind of want that going into Paula because he can go into Paula if he's tied with Eli and go. Huh, this is my track. Yeah. My the last round of the series is my track. Yep. You're not beating me here. It's gonna kinda force Eli's hand. But if you go into Paula and he's and he's down, it's not gonna matter. Do you see you see what I'm trying to get I, out there? I understand what you're saying. He's got thirteen points to work with. Yep. And that's a great points gap to have. Mm-hmm. But like I said though, you go two 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 and Eli goes one 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 one, that thirteen points is gone mm-hmm. before you even get to round eight. Yep. So I'm just it's weird to think that we're in the middle of the series and these rounds are so crucial, but I think that these next four rounds are monumental for Chase. Chase has to go back and forth with Eli because if he spots Eli at all, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's I almost will have to give Eli the nod going into the last four rounds. Yeah. Because like I said, you're looking at Unadilla. Those dudes aren't going to beat Kenny at Unadilla. No. Kenny's proven the last time the last however many times we've gone to Unadilla that they're not going to beat him. So then you have two fair game tracks, and then you have a track that Chase is probably going to beat you at. Yep. Chase wants that little bit of a buffer. But if he doesn't have that buffer, man, I, I'm trusting Eli Tomac for a championship at the last round over oh, Chase yeah. Sexton. No disrespect to Chase, but there's a big difference between winning two regional 250 titles and a three-time back-to-back-to-back outdoor 450 champion. Yep. So I guess that's why I'm just trying to be so critical, because I'm looking at what could happen ahead. Now, if Chase min- minimizes the damage in the next four rounds... It's game on. Mm-hmm. Because if you got a buffer going into Paula, more than likely Chase is probably going to win this title. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. it's kind of like with Jet. So that's that's what I'm well, getting we'll, at. We'll get there. Don't yep. worry, we'll get there. So yep. um so Ando goes 3-5 for third. That guy's his own worst enemy, man. Yeah, man. God, fastest qualifier in the in the second session. He's fast. He's just man. He just cannot quite put it all together. Like I said, I think the outdoor gods just don't like him. Which is weird because he put it together in Supercross this year. He did. Fucking rattled all those wins off in a row. And I know you could say, oh, he was a Supercross champion, so maybe he's better at Supercross. But it's not like Jason's bad at outdoors. He's he's been there. He's done that. He yep. finally got an overall. He's gotten moto wins before. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's kind of, <laughs> and we're gonna get to him because I, I have a very hot take on his teammate Joey. When we get to Joey, uh, it's kind of like Joey was in two fifty outdoors or in mm-hmm. two fifty his whole two fifty career. Yeah, fucking has the speed to win all the time and just cannot get out of his own way. The guys just don't like him. It sucks, dude. Because man, when he when he is on one, yeah, yeah, he's just it's fun to watch him ride. Oh yeah, especially on that cowie, that bike fitting him, his his style, the ruts, but he just. Bonehead mistake, man, and it sucks to know that there's a dude that could w- live with him that could win any of the motos if he wanted to the rest of the year. Yep, and more often than not, he's not going to. Yep, that's so. what really sucks about the whole thing. Yeah, 
Um, all right, so Kenny goes 7-3 for fourth. That's kind of a eh day Had for Kenny. Had a wild battle with Dungey both motos. Dude, that first – so, yeah, really both motos. So that first moto, it's him, Savachi, Dungey, right? Yep. For, and Barsha for was in there. fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah, but Barsha really – he was – He was at the freight train. He was at the back end of it, but he was kind yeah. of there lurking. But, yeah, it was those three. But, yeah, and that was fucking wild. And then the second moto, yeah, him and Dungey going back and forth for the lead and And Kenny stuff. was not letting him ha- – like, dude, he was no. not giving him an inch. No. Kenny had some fight yesterday like he did at Thunder Valley. He did. He did. Hey, hey, like James says, that's the Kenny I want to see. Problem, though, is, is that your two guys that are you're battling with these points oh, beat yeah. you both motos. Yeah. That's the issue. That is the re- And that first moto was not. I mean, dude, he's a ways back now already. Oh, yeah. That's, no, that that first moto was uh was the first nail in the coffin there. Yeah. Of like, oh, boy. He, he's. I almost think that he's got to. He's either got to win both motos or at least beat. He's, I think he's got to win both motos at Red Bud, to be honest with you. Yeah. If he wants oh, to stay he in this, he's got to. If he wants to stay in this battle, he has to come out and start clicking. And he's going to Red Bud. And he's going to Red Bud, so yeah. he could. But I think he's got to go one. Yeah, one he can't continue to podium no. around shit here. No, nope. just be in the top five. It, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. Now when no. you've got Chase and Eli just rattling off. <sighs> yeah. And trading off wins. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up. Uh. So Dungey goes six four for fifth. Second moto was interesting. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Now, for all these Dungey fucking fanboys out there, <laughs> I want to hear this. This is pretty much the best I believe we're going to see of Dungey. Melville's the only track that I could see better, but outside of the at, yeah, it's like we've talked I about. Still I still don't see. There's no way he can go that speed with Eli and Chase. No, but I think he can get on the box at Melville. Maybe. I think he can get third. Maybe. I think he can get third, but yeah, I agree. I don't think he can go out and get second or first no. unless those guys have major issues. No. And the track was weird yesterday too, because man, it was so so deep and ruddy, and it was fucking. It was a goat trail. Yeah, it was very. Uh, wasn't it didn't flow at all. It, it was, was either very... stay super tight to the inside or literally go all the way out a hundred feet to the outside. Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get to the two fifties with Jet and Hunter. Yep. But it was either all the way inside or all the way outside. There was no middle ground. There yep. was no going to the middle because they were either all square edged or g'd out. Yep. Uh, Barsha quiet four seventh, four seven for sixth. Yeah, I mean, he was good. Um, he was just kind of in between battles most of the time. He wasn't battling for the lead with those guys, and he wasn't battling in that second group. He was just kind of. But he's kind of where we there. talked. We kind of thought he would be though. That four to eight range. Yeah, this is not uh, this is not prime Barsha that we've seen. No, though this outdoors. No, so, no. Uh, Savachi, that first moto fifth running up front there. That was good. That's dude. This is. I know you're not a Joey guy, but it's promising that, that he's not a hundred percent, and he's already that. <laughs> after the first moto, though, when he knifed the front end, after oh, I'm God. like, oh, Joey, Joey. All right, so and that was on TV. Yeah, and he just probably got up and he goes, oh, "What the fuck?" <laughs> got a little bit of a hot take on this. Oh boy, and you're not gonna like it, and I know you're gonna disagree with me. Oh boy, here we go. So if Joey continues to keep building. Mm-hmm. And we know that knee's not 100%. It's just impossible for it to be. I don't know what it would be at, but there's no way it's fucking 100%. And he's already showing that he could battle in the top five. I think that third is the best he's going to be at 100%. He's not going to go after Chase and Eli. We know this. But third, I think. But if he continued to get the good starts, run up front. Because he he had the lead for a little bit yesterday. It was yeah. like three laps, two, yeah. three laps. Yeah. So <laughs> good by any standards. If he continues to do this. And he can keep inching up and inching up and show what he can do when he's on a full factory team that has their head in the right place instead of Butler Brothers. And he's 100%. His mind's right. And he can go out and he can get fourth or fifth in the points, maybe get a podium or two, 
keep running up front for a couple laps. I know that next year's already signed on the dotted line, but if I'm Kawasaki, man, I know you got AC and you don't have the star power that you do with AC and you don't have that flash and that charisma. I'm looking really hard and I'm going, you know what? This guy's a lot less expensive. Maybe this guy is worth taking a shot on and giving the spot to. Maybe. But I heard I heard AC is signed, sealed, delivered already. He, he is. That's why I said next year is spoken for. Yeah. Let's play manager hat for a split second. Hold if on. he, yeah, if Jack. he, okay, tell me if you agree with this or not. If he does everything I just said, and we know that AC is signed for next year, Ando's got a two-year deal or whatever it is, or three-year, I don't know what it is. But AC's, I think it's one year. I think next year is going to be his last year. Okay. But Joey continues to do this. I know Kawhi's never had a three-man team. If you're Kawasaki, are you kind of looking at yourself in the mirror going, we should give this guy a shot for next year? And go with a three-guy team. I mean, we kind of thought this back when he got. But do you think that they the should? Time. If they, if you were if you were team manager, would you do it? If he does everything I just said, would you do it? Absolutely, because in my mind, I'm like, well, what's the odds the AC is going to make it through the whole year? Yep. Okay. So yeah, I signed Joey then and, for a third man, and not how cr- much money. And how crazy is it to think that you can actually utter the words that Joey on this 450? in the last two years has proven he is a consistent guy. Yeah. That's, even for me, being a Joey Savacci fan, those are words that have never been uttered ever. But I think You're he's proven. You're a Joey proven- Savacci fan? Yeah. I, I had no idea. Oh, I know. So, so weird. weird. You're so a Zach weird. Osborne fan? Didn't know. Uh, it's wild to think that. I'm but- a Jet fan. Shut up. You were a Zach Osborne fan before you were a Jet fan. Is that who? Oh, really? I- I'm a Jet fan. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. Um, no, man. I... I think Kawasaki's got to look themselves in the mirror, and I think that they got to have that long conversation. That if Joey- you would think, but they're not going to, and it goes the same way with KTM and Cairoli. <sighs> God, dude. And if you're Joey, I understand he's hard to work with, but if he does all those things, dude, if I'm him, I'm starting to really contemplate going to a different series. Because if he can do all that, mm-hmm. and he still doesn't get a deal for next year. I don't care how hard you are to work with. Oh, I bet his stuff is out there to different people already. For World Supercross? Oh, yeah. I think that's a perfect place for him. Oh, yeah. I really do. I think World Supercross would be a perfect place for him. We're going to get into this with the reload rant here. Because let's be real, until we start getting some bigger names, if he went on a full-fed factory team, he would be the biggest name right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Until, obviously, we start getting some other guys. But he would be the guy. He'd fucking probably win the title, whatever their version of a title is, off the the bat. I don't know, man. I'm just think he beats Brayton? Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Right. Come on, Joe. Come on. At this stage of Braden's career, for sure, for sure. If he's for on a sure. if he's on a good bike, obviously, if he's on a Butler Brothers type program, not a chance in hell. Um, hmm. I'm just looking at that yesterday, watching that first moto, and I'm going, man. You know he's going to get we the short do. end of the stick mm-hmm. again. Yep. So it was just a bummer, but I was happy for him, dude. Fifth, not being 100 percent, leading two or three laps or whatever it was. Getting Kawasaki out there, so that's all they want. Yep. So that was cool. Yep. Um, all right. Next up. Shoot. Come on. Please don't tell me it died nope, again. Nope, nope, nope. We're good. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, Craig goes 8-6 for eighth. That was okay. I mean, I would have thought High Point would be a perfect track for him, and he kind of was just there. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean... 
it was just a just a day for Craig. Didn't he go down at some point too? I think he went down the first moto. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like he crashed. Yeah, but he was never really like even on the radar at all yesterday. No, no, it wasn't like Thunder Valley where he was which, like, like fast said, or anything. Which like I said, deep ruts, really using your brain when it comes to pick and line selection. I would have thought that like with Christian, he would have been the guy. He would have done better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he just wasn't really there. No, nah. really there. No. Nope. So, um, all right. March Banks goes ten ten for ninth. Just this is where he's at the entire this is year. Just like, who he is. Like ninth is like his cap. I That's, keep waiting for the meltdown, like with the heat. But yesterday wasn't hot. Oh, it's last gonna be hot in two Thun- weeks. Last week at Thunder Valley, he didn't melt down. So maybe he's past that. Maybe. Maybe. Or he goes through the whole entire year, and then by the time off season goes, he is just smoked. That could be. No, I mean, dude, good for him. Like he's he's on that team right now. This is their first time going full factory four fifty outdoors or their version of factory. Yep. And uh he's just I mean, dude, if he's tenth in the points, kinda like what we talked with the previous show. If he's tenth in the points at the end of the year, that's good. That's good for club. Good for him. That's all they want for him. Yep. Um, all right. McElrath goes thirteen nine for tenth. God, uh, he was off that first moto. Yeah. I mean it's not good. No, not after getting fifth last weekend of nope. the second moto. Nope. Uh Hartraft twelve twelve for eleven. Not bad. Nah. Yep. Not it's, bad. I don't give a fuck about outdoor season. Pretty much. Um all right, now we'll start to jump around. Plessinger nine fifteen. That's a knee, right? I think it was a knee. A lot of people think are so thinking too. it was an ankle, but I think it was a knee, which it'll be curious to see that if he did pop something in that knee, if we find out if Cairoli is going to be staying or not. But once again, if he's not getting paid, he ain't staying. No. So then it's going to be, it's just going to be Dunge. Fuck. Which really sucks for Aaron, dude, because he was actually pulling his head out of his ass that second boat. He was running fifth. He was closing up a little bit, inching up. He wasn't going to catch Dunge and Kenny, but he was closing up. He got it within like seven seconds or six seconds. And then he does that, and it's like, now, if they just have Dunge, yeah, dude, they got to call Marv. They got to call they, Marv. But what are they going to pay him? Nothing. <laughs> so is he going to ride for free? Fuck no. no. Hell no. Hell no. Uh, Amart, 15-11 for 14th. What did Welton end up overall yesterday? Uh, 15th. He went 16-14. Okay, if he's in that range, he's doing he's doing what he's getting paid to do. Chris, or... Chris Canning made a comeback. Yep. 2017 for 18th. Yep. Let's see here. It's kind of the Cullen, private- Cullen Park comes out for his first outdoors. It's a little bit of a struggle bus. Goes twi- That's the first one. Like, literally the first yeah, one. Yeah, but there's a lot of people claiming that with that, the way he rides the 450, that he should have been top 15. And Maybe. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, Walker, 25-27 for 25th. Kev went 30-26 for 28th. Matt Burkett on there. He knows in the 30s, but he's riding a YZ252 smoker. Okay. Pretty much bone stock other than suspension and a pipe and silencer and some reeds. Yep. He'll be at Redbud, and I think he's going to do a... I think he's doing that, and I think he'll be at Buds and Ironman. Okay. Pretty cool getting a two-stroker in there. And we yeah. also might see Luke Rensland show up at Redbud and then mm. the rest of the East Coast rounds on either a 125 again or a two-smoker. Mm. Just cool any time a two-smoker gets in the show. Yeah. A uh, friend of the show, Bobby Piazza, 33-40 for 38th. And then there we are, Cairoli goes 40-39. So you think him pulling off has something to do with yeah. him giving the middle finger to KTM because they won't they won't pay him to keep going? Yeah, I think that that first moto, uh, he gambled with a scoop. I yeah. know he's Mr. Scoop Man. Yeah. Gambled with a scoop, uh, realizing that even though it was still tacky in some spots, that it just wasn't, there was going to be no give there. Mm-hmm. And I think after the mistake in the billboard corner, I think he was like, well... 
fuck off. Yep. Because uh, he had his one his one buddy there, that guy, not his mechanic, but the guy that was with the long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he just kind of like, well, what the hell's the point? Yep. Like, wh- why? Yeah. Why, why do I? What? Whatever. Yep. Which is a real sad thing. Yeah, because I really wanted to see him. I mean, we still might see him again. He may or may not, and I'm going to assume he's going to get the call. He probably will head the Italian team for MX of Nations. Yeah. So we'll see him, I'm, I'm assuming, again. Yep. For that, and that'll be the last time we'll probably see him ever. Yep. Uh, but still, it just sucks because it's like, dude, he was making such progress at Thunder Valley, and then we were coming to some tracks like Redbud, already been there, even though the layout was different. We're coming to some tracks with the soil as his favorite type of soil, and just not going to see it. Nope, we're just out. fucking sucks. We don't need it. Nah. We don't need him. Yeah, we well, don't yeah. need him. Yeah, well, KTM wants KTM's fucking morons. Fucking idiots. So, um, all right. So, a couple other things to touch on here. Or, well, one more thing for 450s, and then we'll go into our reload rant. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back to 250s. Uh, did you see the penalties this week? Yeah, for Kenny and Chase, right? Kenny, Chase, and uh, who was the other guy from the UK there? Um, oh, uh, Josh Gilbert. Yep. Yep. All penalized one point for jumping under the Red Cross flag. Oh, that's what it was? Yep. Oh, because like, I thought it was because uh, Kenny completely went around the roller section. Nope. It was jumping under the red cross flag. Cool. We'll give him a point. One point one deduction. Point. Just a point. Yep. Just, just one. Stupid fucking. Not ten. Not just one. Just one. Just one. Did you hear about all the swing arms that were being inspected last week? On who? Like what, what brand? Just any swing arm? Uh, nope. It was the Hondas and the Star Yamahas, I believe were the two teams that got protested that were getting swing arms measured, getting <laughs> pulled off and measured Jesus. Uh, after the race. So that's an interesting thing. I haven't heard much more beyond that, but, yeah, that's a, <sighs> MX Sports that's never a thing. MX Sports never Hopefully change. they have a tape with a wiggly end so they can, you know, measure it and then, oh, it's too long. Well, if you squeeze the end up, dumbass. Like, anyway, uh, yeah, so that was interesting, so... All right, so let's get into this, uh, our Holster Co. Reload rant for the show here. Um, so I, it was brought to my attention here the other night. There is a new golf series that has come out, okay? And I don't know. Did you say you've seen something I know, about this? I know, I know about it, yeah. Okay. Yes, I've known about it So like basically, it's the Live Series, and it is a uh, golf series backed by the Saudi com- Common whatever. Yep. Um, and basically they came in, they said, Hey, we're going to start this series. We're going to pay out this much money. We're going to have no cuts. Uh, so nobody goes to a, a event and gets cut. We're going to have essentially like teams of different golfers. They wanted to pay Phil Mickelson $210 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's multiple guys there getting paid a hundred plus million dollars mm-hmm. just to fucking show up. Yeah, they play I'm, golf. Yeah, like f- not counting what they win. It's like four four of the bigger names in golf. I don't follow yeah, golf. Yeah, I can't anymore, remember like the name the, specifically. It's big, name, it's big names though. I watched a bunch of the videos. Anyway, um the 40th place guy yeah. at their tournaments gets $120,000. Yep. That is 40th place, okay? So, after doing some deeper diving into this, okay? We've talked about this before with Coach. He he makes he makes relevance to the PGA and how much money those guys get paid. Then this starts coming out here, and I start to look into it, and I see, okay, the PGA is just MX Sports with more money. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Now, essentially what happened is 
some of these guys took a bunch of money to go play these live golf series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PGA came out and said, well, due to human rights violation by it's the Saudi up, families. Yeah. Yep, it's cop out. Uh, we are going to pull your PGA Tour license. Yeah, they're banned. We are going to ban you from mm-hmm. PGA Tour events. Now, here's the funny thing, though. The U.S. Open's going on right now. Mm-hmm. They can play in that because the U.S. Open goes, well, we're not a PGA-affiliated yeah. <laughs> thing. So all these guys can still come back and play in the U.S. Open. The big ones they can't play in are, like, the Masters. And I'm sorry, I'm not really I'm not really versed in golf. I know there's people out there who are screaming at me right now. Uh, but anyway, so they can't play in those. However, what is also funny and was pointed out in one of the videos, you have guys who are making comments for the PGA of, I can't believe these guys are going to do this. I think what the PGA is doing is right. The guys who are going to do that are guys that... Puppets. They're puppets. Well, what was it? Uh, was it? Is it McElroy? Roy or Roy McElroy? I think so. I think he's still with the PGA, okay? Probably, because he makes a lot. He's he making lot this comment, money. and the guy goes, well, yeah, it's easy to make a comment that you should stay with the PGA because of the prestige and all this bullshit, which where have we heard this shit before, right? Prestige and the honor and the and everything of, of playing for the PGA, you should stay there. It's easy to make that comment. When you have a $125 million Nike deal, mm-hmm. that's fucking easy. Yep. But the guy who's paying $3,500 to enter, a, like, this is super. When I watched this video and this guy laid this out for me the other night, I was like, holy fucking shit. This is literally mm-hmm. MX Sports on steroids. $3,500, $3,600 to enter a PGA tournament thing. You can get cut. If you get cut. Yeah, a la if you come and pay your $350 for an MX Sports event and you don't make the show, you get paid nothing. If you go to these live events, if you get into the event, which means they invite you to come, you're in whatever, you're part of the 40 golfers, the minimum you're going to make is $120,000. Yep. The minimum. Mm -hmm. And then they're paying all of these big name guys that are going over there. Big money. Oh yeah, hundred million, mm-hmm. hundred twenty-five million. I mean, this is life-changing mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone's gonna ask, where does this tie in? The Saudi family is also supporting World Supercross. Yeah, or yep. the Saudi Commonwealth, whatever the fuck it's called. Saudi group. It's the Saudi group. The Saudi money. The same Saudi think, money. No, that's I think doing it's literally this. called. I think it's literally called the Saudi group. I think yeah, that's what they I call think it the is Saudi too. group. Is is doing. The World Supercross. Mm-hmm. Now, what have we been hearing from MX Sports about it? Oh, we're not worried about what they're doing. Oh, it's okay. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long? Look, next year, when the series is fully going and it's going during World Supercross, mm-hmm. do we see MX Sports yank licenses of guys that are riding it? Do you think? You mean all the guys that go over and ride Supercross? Yep. The ride the World Supercross? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it could become an issue. And the funny thing about that, though, is especially when you start looking at HEP, because they plan on doing both, mm-hmm. you're going to start yanking guys that are known names. So what, are you going to yank Brandon Hartraff's license? Are you mm-hmm. not going to allow him to do it? Because at some point, he's going to try to do both. Well, then, it, the, then the next question that was presented to me, and shout out to our buddy Matt Mitchell, because he's the one who pointed this all out to me. 
Then the next question becomes, is Feld going to yank Supercross licenses from guys who go to do it, even though it doesn't cross over? No. Like, as far as, like, the dates don't conflict, but are they going to be pissy because no, they're going because to do I it? I still think Feld... I still think Feld, because Feld's still going to make their money. Now, yes, they're going to lose a, bit, a little bit of money if you start having big guys like a Cooper Webb, like an Eli Tomac, like a Ken Rocks, and you start losing money. But because they're the only game in town as far as a professional Supercross series yeah. in our country, there's still going to be fans that are going to go if you're looking at now all of a sudden the top guy is, and people are going to, I'm not trying to like discredit anybody, but like now if you're a Supercross 450 Bane winner is <sighs> Shane McElrath. Yeah, but I don't, okay, I don't think that's going to be a thing. I think all of the guys will still race Supercross here, Feld Supercross. I think yeah. they're all going to continue to race I don't, that. I don't think so because this kind of, Kind of goes back to the same conversation we have about team managers in with with uh, guys that get into certain roles. Business people, mm-hmm. business people are the ones that always make the right decisions. Not oh, I did this for a while and now I want to try to step into a bigger role. It's why MX Sports is the way they are because Davy Coombs was not a fucking businessman mm-hmm. before he got in and he got this role when his dad when everything with his dad. Same thing with fucking Tim Cotter. Tim Cotter came from stick and ball sports. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is, is I think Feld's going to go, why would, we, why would we do that? Why would we do that? Because then now, because they pay more money in their series, if we force them to make a choice, mm-hmm. they're going to go where they're going to make more money. Mm-hmm. If Feld really wants to tempt fate and they go, well, you either have to pick and choose. I'm sorry, if your purse, what, what's the 250K, right, is the, is the per night purse over there, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. If your per night purse is 250K, we're not. Hey. I don't think that they're going to back them into a corner and go. You either one or the other. They're going to go. Look, well, huh? I'm going to go there and make more money. Look, the money that's behind this, it will not surprise me at some point. Maybe not this year. Maybe not for the for the uh, whatever they call it the trial the, run trial or, series yeah. they're doing this year. But next year, dude, don't be surprised if you see an Eli Tomac get paid five million bucks to go over there and ride. Oh, it doesn't surprise me at all. Don't be surprised because I think there's going to be a huge infusion of cash. And I'm not talking about the $50 million they're giving teams to be able to get everywhere. I'm talking a huge infusion of cash to pull riders in that previously you would have thought you would never get off of their series. And I'm not just talking USA guys either. I'm talking Euros too. Oh, I know. I know. I'm talking Euros. Jeffrey Hurlings is an outdoor only guy. Yeah. You start waving $10 million in Jeffrey Hurling's face, oh, yeah. I bet you he can ride some Supercross. The reason why, and I've said this before, the reason why Jeffrey Hurling is only an outdoor guy because he makes just as much money doing his one mm-hmm. series. And I know that people are going to be like, there's no fucking way. Hurlings makes as much money doing his series as Eli does doing Supercross and outdoors. Yeah. I know that a lot of people will go, that, there's no way. It, it, it's There is. Because you start, the structure that they do with their personal sponsors is a lot different than the way we do it over here. Yeah. So because people will be like, well, there's no way he does that only doing he does. That's why he's only been an outdoor guy. If you like you said, oh, we'll pay you eight million, I'll go ride some supercross. Because he actually likes riding supercross. It's just yep. he's never gotten the opportunity to. Yep. Same thing with Roman Fevra, which mm-hmm. kind of scares me a little bit after what happened at Paris. But same thing with Jeremy Sewer. Jeremy Sewer would be a damn good supercross yeah. guy. There's a lot of dudes, it's just they don't get the opportunity and they make just as much money doing outdoors. Like I said, the similarities between what they're talking about is going on with the PGA and this mm-hmm. and what I see happening with World Supercross and outdoors, if not felled too. Now, I, like again, I don't think 
the Feld thing is going to be as big of a deal because no. their season's a different time of year. Most of the and guys, business... from what I understand, are still like, hey, we want to ride the, like, all we want to ride is Supercross. And here's the thing I thought about the other day. Think about it, okay? It's during the summer, it's during outdoors, okay? It's still 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. That's fine. No problem. I still got to ride 12 more rounds. Am I going to want to go to the middle of a fucking dirt field in the middle of nowhere where I got no cell service and I got to fucking beat myself up in Mm -hmm. thousand degree weather for 30 plus two twice? Or am I going to fly to fucking Indonesia and race in a fucking dome, Mm -hmm. you know, for 20 minutes? twice or whatever however the fuck they're doing it like i said it's gonna get down to which doesn't fucking hurt me either because i would you know with the way we are on the show about privateers i would love to do it or i would love i would still go watch them the outdoor series here is going to get to the point depending on how this takes off that it's just going to be a glorified it's going to be a privateer series Mm -hmm. the privateers are just going to be the which yep which is what we like on the show too give the privateers their fucking respect dude i don't know about you but i'll go watch Chris Canning, Tyler Stepak, Marshall Welton, Grant Harlow. I'll watch all those dudes battle and be the main guys because yep. it would be the same thing as going to a big pro-am. I have no problem watching Marshall Welton ride for 35 minutes because I know that he's a good rider. I have no problem watching Privateer. It's just the normal fan will not be as into it. But for people like us, mm-hmm. we'll watch that shit all day long. Guys yep. like watching Kev, Scott, Bobby. Give them their opportunity. Let them make a little bit more money. What have I been saying for years? Outdoors needs to go to some <clears throat> needs to go to six to nine rounds, mm-hmm. and they need to look at World Supercross schedule and go. Okay, cool. We can go in between these. Yeah, that's what because, they need to do. Because here's the thing: we'll still have outdoors. We'll have our our Supercross series. Mm-hmm. We'll have World Supercross series, and there's still MXGPs. Mm-hmm. We're getting four things now. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but as a dirt bike fan, I, that I'm happy with that. Like I'm yep. game for that. I'm game for that. Yep. I don't care. So if anybody wants to know or wants to see how this is going to play out, go watch the videos about Liv versus the PGA because it's fucking wild. And do you know who Stephen A. Smith is? He's on ESPN. Yeah, I can't stand that, dude. Dude, I don't like him that much either, but his thought process on this thing is fucking hilarious. He's He's literally up there saying the PGA needs to get their head out of their fucking ass because they sound like little whiny kids right now. Like he is a loud mouth, but he's a smart dude. He is going off about he's like, dude, here's the thing. They came in, they rocked the boat. And the PGA Tour said, hey, don't rock the fucking boat. Because everybody what the fuck gets, is wrong with you? Because when there's an establishment with anything, people oh, get scared yeah. when it's the same thing over and over. And for anybody else that doesn't, that is worried that with this World Supercross thing, that if like the only way the money is in flux is because of the Saudi group, Adam Bailey, the guy, one of the main guys on this whole board of directors or whatever they're calling it, mm-hmm. is the V8 Supercar guy. Yeah. Go look at how I much know. money he... V8 Supercars, when it started, was like what? for $20,000. And now it just sold for a couple Three, hundred. Three hundred and thirty-some-odd yeah. million dollars. So if anybody's worried that if the Saudi group just decides to go, and eh, we're good. Did the same thing with that yeah. that they're doing with World Supercross. Like Literally said, giving the teams. Because there's people that are worried that, well, what happens if all the made money goes away? Adam Bailey knows how to make money. Don't worry. They'll be fine. It's going to be Look, A-OK. Will it be a shot? Yes. Because Saudis, obviously, they got a lot of money. But if they just decide, hey, you know what? This is not working. We want it. We tried it. It didn't work. Adam Bailey will figure out a way to make money. 100%. Like I said, just go look at what he's done with the V8 Supercar Series. They're going to be fine. Yep. So, no, I'm, I'm not worried. They're going to they're gonna be okay. Yep. Now, another news with World Supercross here. Cole Seeley, obviously, coming out of retirement. We all saw that mm-hmm. to ride that yep. in, the, in the SX2 class. That'll uh, be cool. Yep. 
Hottie was a good 250 rider. Dream Tracks on board to build the tracks. Okay, cool. Jason Baker cool. with Dream Tracks. Cool. They're cool. they're out there. So well, Sealy automatically became the number one guy in the 250 <laughs> class. It's wild, isn't it? God, he was good on the 250 though, so that'll be pretty cool. Yep. So yeah, so this is this is interesting, but yeah, but this was a very interesting point of view. And again, like I said, shout out to our buddy Matt Mitchell because yep. he pointed this out to me the other night, and then I started diving it's true. in. It's so and true, it's, dude. As soon as they start talking about the prestige and the honor of playing on the PGA Tour, you know, and and you should just want to do that because the, it's so honorable and so prestigious, and you, there's no way you should want to go do that. Yeah, it's easy to say that when you're the one holding all the fucking money. And also, what else would they say? <laughs> what else are they going to say? Yeah, go try it. They'll go try it. And if you like it, go overstay. Of course, they're not going to say anything mm-hmm. different. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, but, but here's the thing. They really showed their hand when they started banning people and pulling their licenses. When they started doing that, that's when they started showing their hand of, hey, this is our ball, and we're going to go sit in the corner and fucking cry because you took our ball. Or yeah. you're trying to take our ball. It's fucking crazy. And somebody even tried. To, there was some dude on there on one of the things I was watching with that Stephen A. Smith guy trying to defend it. And his his use was the NFL. And he's like, oh, I, I grew up dreaming about playing in the NFL. I didn't dream about, you know, playing football somewhere else or whatever and blah, blah, it's blah. It's terrible And example. we've seen it. Oh, dude. Tore him up. The NFL he's is like, the only fucking national. He, fo- yeah. He's like, who the fuck has come in with a football league that's had money to actually pull people away from the NFL? The answer? Nobody. Yeah, because in other parts of the world, football is not... We we have American football. Football is soccer in the yeah. rest of the world. That's a terrible fucking example. It That's was. Stu- oh, There's a reason why football isn't in the Olympics, because no other country plays American-style yeah. football. Yeah, he got tore up, and that he was one of the guys, too, talking about the prestige and the honor of playing in the PGA Tour. Look, here's and the, the thing other that, guy that was on there was tearing him up about Here's I the mean, thing that World funny. Supercross is going to do, too, and it's something that we, with Coach, Johnny, Chris, we all talked about when we did our pod last year. These guys in World Supercross, guess what? Yeah. They become the main show. Mm-hmm. They become the guys that are actually getting paid what they deserve. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not going to pull a Feld and, yeah, if we get three of the guys in the same shirt, you guys can't make any money. No. They become the guys that actually get paid what they deserve. Yep. Dude, if somebody wants to go pay Eli Tomac $6 million a season to ride for their team, mm-hmm. to ride good 12, for, ride good 12 for, races. Good for fucking Eli Tomac. <laughs> How much do you make? $500,000 a race. Dude, I. who are we? Yeah, no. I. Mm, anything that makes our guys more money, I am all for it. Yep. Because we're the only sport in the world that we got to go pay, and we're the show. No, no, PGA Tour apparently is the same way. Yeah, well, th- that's Which true. Which is interesting. But, see, here's the thing, though, and you are totally correct, that is true, but they still make more money than our dudes do. Yeah. So it's very true to facts. Like I said, it's the same thing. It's, it's just, just on more zeros. Yeah. Yep. So it is true, but they still make more money than our guys, so we still have a little bit more of a drum to beat because mm-hmm. our fucking guys make $300 where... They make whatever it is, 50K or yeah. sing, whatever. So, yep. yeah, no, I'm, like I said, I'm all on board for it. If our guys get paid more money, then good, because they deserve it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. In yep. other news, uh, Bitcoin is way down, Ethereum's way down, and I went and saw, uh, what's it called? Um, I don't know what that is. I went and saw Top Gun 2 yesterday, and was it was it? fucking awesome. Good. Oh, uh, I guess one last thing then. Do you want to talk about the rumor of a certain 250 guy coming over? No, we'll talk about that in the 250s. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's cool. take a take a break. We'll come back with the two fifties and get this thing wrapped up. All right, and we're back. Uh, before we get started here, we uh, or before we get into two fifties, we have friend of the show Kevin Moran's on, and Kevin Moran's gonna be brought to you by the Dirt Bike Depot. 
So if you need some new moto gear but don't want to pay those expensive retail prices, shop the Dirt Bike Depot for all your moto gear needs gear sets boots helmets goggles and more they specialize in athlete only boots as well as ton more items you can't buy in stores follow them on instagram at dirt bike depot and dm them with any questions you may have wow that was loud that is aggressive what could you hear me yeah i can hear you all righty i'm here sorry boys Alrighty, now we're game. Yeah, we're game on now. I'm in the trucks and it's quiet, so I can finally hear you. Um, no, rough weekend altogether. Uh, Kev is not happy with it. Um, however, it is what it is. I learned from it. Uh, first moto went down in the first corner. Uh, was last and tried to kind of pick some guys off. And honestly, just it, the way the track was, it was really long ruts, and so it was kind of like slot car racing when there was a main line that was kind of being used. Um, you guys still there? Yep. Yeah, we're here. Yep. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, just really struggled getting around guys that I shouldn't have struggled getting around. Um, so it really just took the wind out of my sails. I honestly, like, I came off the moto. I felt like I tried, but I wasn't even breathing hard just because I couldn't ride the bike the way I wanted. So I just couldn't get on top of it. I kept, like, falling off the back, it felt like. So we sucked up the front end. Uh, to the next line, so we dropped my front end more or less. We took the forks higher in the trip clamps, uh, and then went two clicks stiffer in the front, two clicks stiffer in the rear, and rode way better in the second moto. Still not nearly where I want to be placing, but um, made progress with the bike, and I think that's kind of I got to take the positives out of it. You know what I mean? Because it was a struggle of a weekend to go thirty twenty six is not cool with Kev. Well, you were down in the first corner of that first moto, weren't you? what did you say you were down in the first corner in that first moto weren't you yeah yeah i was i think the only one that wrecked if you look at the replay you can see me on the inside get tumbled <laughs> over don't worry i saw you <laughs> yeah I, dude i got it like i started very inside gate and me and uh 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 i don't know why i'm thinking gardener but i don't think that's his name um but uh long story short we locked elbows and then i like powered through it got in front of him cut over and then i don't know it was a yamaha but we collided pretty hard and it it there was like a more or less a hill on the inside that doesn't allow you to go farther inside than that while my weight went over the top of it my bike was obviously on the bottom of it so it just threw me over it and i tumbled down the little hill and had to run back to my bike yeah yeah i saw that and i was like oh boy <laughs> that's a great start to the moto on top of an already stellar day that we've been having so yeah i know well the biggest thing was as soon as i went down i was like well it is what it is i got up pretty quick and i'm like all right like we can pick off like we're gonna be probably high 20s i was like i really want to get the 20th but i i believe i get the high uh to the low 20s i mean and dude it did not happen at all like i kept seeing like 33 33 like obviously i picked off a couple guys at the beginning but man, I got stuck behind a couple of guys that, and it just it took all the wind out of my sails. So huh. line choice was not very good. I uh, just need to be able to get around some of those guys quicker so I can keep moving forward. So not ideal for Kev, but um, you know we have some of those weekends. Obviously, I kind of just had dealt with a lot of adversity and whatnot throughout the weekend without 
a rental car <laughs> and not knowing he's going to take me to the line until the day before. And there's just a lot going on. So Did, uh, now that I have this weekend off, uh, it's time to get all my plans and help uh, gathered before the week of. Did uh did the gay guy end up hitting you up and like hanging out or what? Did who? The the gay guy, the taxi driver or whatever. Oh my like... goodness, man. <laughs> that was kind of funny, wasn't it? Dude, that was hilarious. When I was watching dude, the story. I stories, had so many people I had so many people swipe up and be like, dude, you had the most entertaining day ever. It was fantastic. It was, it was eventful. Dude, it was eventful. It was it was absolutely fantastic. So, how did you uh, <laughs> how did you end up getting back to the airport? Did you ride with somebody, or did you have to taxi service it back there too and talk to that guy again? No, I, I grabbed the ride from somebody that was at the um, at the track. Thankfully. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I kind of bummed rides a majority of the time, uh, so it ended up working out. Um, but yeah, it, it was. Uh, I was just happy that people were uh, willing to help, more or less. Um. So what's the, uh, outside of figuring out everybody that's going to be involved the rest of the season here, what's the plan for the, for the off weeks here or the off week to, as far as riding and stuff goes, um, getting on. Cause the, the track that I've been riding is like a sand track. That's pretty hard. Okay. And that's the opposite of what we are been riding on. Cause obviously we're riding in deep ruts. Yeah. So biggest thing for me is to try to get some rep practice, uh, work a little bit more on sprint speed. So I'm not worrying about qualifying uh that way i can sprint at the beginning of the motos a little bit better too because that's obviously where everybody gaps out because i can be consistent i'll consistent all the way through but i'm not fast enough at the beginning of the motos so that's got to change okay where uh where are you going are you going to Raynards or what are you doing uh no if, if i go anywhere it's going to be the local tracks that uh like merwin midwest extreme park um it's not casey moto anymore but it's uh adrenaline motorplex like places like that i'm I probably not going to go all the way down to uh rain or just because that's that is a little bit sandy it's good ruts yes but um no i'm not going to make that trip probably okay how's the uh how's the supercross track coming good uh we actually had dirtworks come check it out uh yesterday yeah yesterday because they had monster jam um in kansas city and uh but yeah they just stopped by checked it out they thought it was sick. They're excited about it, and plan is to get it built in September. Nice. Are they coming to build it, or? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah, sick. that's the plan. At least, like, there's gonna not the whole crew. But yeah. Just a couple of them. Like Corey and what's his nuts? Uh, why um, Ross and Alex, as of right now. But oh, I okay. Know, we'll see. Huh. I say Alex builds tracks all the time. There's somebody. There was somebody on YouTube I was watching. Uh, was redoing part of their pit bike track or something, and and he somehow knew Alex, and Alex just showed up one day, jumped in the cat, and just fucking catted it up all day, building this pit bike track for him. And I was like, wow, how the fuck do I get that over here? <laughs> who's interesting? Who, who's nuts? Do I got to scratch no. to have fucking Jesus. Alex show up and be like, hey man, let me just jump in that cat real quick and make some shit happen thousands of yeah exactly right so well that'd be cool man if they're gonna come out and do it are they gonna bring equipment or you got to get the equipment in there or what so that's that's kind of part of the deal is i got to provide the equipment so obviously i'll have the rental uh rentals of all that stuff so i gotta start figuring that out whatnot but uh to get it built by the guys that build our tracks every weekend i think it's kind of a no-brainer if i can make it happen 100 percent spec so yeah yeah it'll be be legit i'm gonna say i mean dude realistically they're gonna come in and do it in what like less than a week right 
Yeah, I think that right now we're projecting like three days. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, I've got the pad done and the dirt stacked. They literally just have to build the track. Yeah, so what do they tell you you need? Do you, like, uh, like a skid? Well, probably need it, or, or probably need probably two skid loaders and at least one wheel loader and maybe a dozer. I mean, dude, for three days, even with deliveries, you make that all happen for less than five, ten grand, to be honest with you. Yeah. Which isn't, exactly. which isn't well, bad. I mean, just it, with the, what? With the rentals, yeah, the rentals should hopefully be under five, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And then obviously paying them to come out and do it. I don't know where we'll be, but. Yeah. Uh, let's just say we're not going to have any pulp money rest left. Well, you know what? That's what the pulp money was for. <laughs> it was well spent. That's what I'd say. Yeah. So have you, uh, me and Justin were talking about this before the show here and we won't keep you too long. Cause I know you're trying to go in and have dinner. Have, have there been any teams sniffing around at all? Like even smaller teams with you or anything, or have you had anybody sniffing around like with world supercross um, or heard anything with world supercross? A little bit, nothing crazy. Um, nothing with world supercross. I'd love to get into a gig there. Um, had a couple conversations about maybes with that, but nothing with like legitimate team owners or anything. Okay. Um, so yeah, just kind of on the, the Kev program right now. Okay. We were just, we were just chatting about that. Cause we were like, uh, looking at some of these smaller teams that are showing up and going, well, you know, maybe, uh, Maybe we just get Kev focus on riding and, and figure out the rest later on one of these teams or something. So, yeah, that is that is no joke. But I don't know. Like, it is a lot to take on. And yeah, there's a lot of added stress. I can't focus on racing as much as I'd like. But like, I enjoy the, uh, you know me. I enjoy the business side of things just as much as I do the racing and performance side of things. So like, it's yeah. not, it's not like making me not love it let's put it that way like, yeah i still love it yeah, yeah for sure so all right man well justin you got anything you want me to ask him here since he can't hear you no i'm good you're good no you're just gonna whisper now because <laughs> kev can't hear you or what I, I don't know yeah yeah i can hear you i didn't did he ask a question no he didn't ask a question no i just want he's to see just, that top 15 at red Bull. That's he's what just I want. whispering over that's there. what i want top 15 at red Bull. how about that <laughs> <laughs> it's all good but uh let's just uh you know cheers to hopefully that being the last or the worst round of the season, because uh, Kev doesn't want to do that again. Look, it fucking better be. Otherwise, <laughs> fucking Daddy Travis is going to come down to fucking Kansas, and we're going to start whipping some ass here, okay? So when you mean that, you mean <laughs> hanging out with his mom and his dad? And his dad. All right, yeah, I like it. Dude. Let's light a fire under the ass and get going. Trust me. Like, I'm going to be out there Jeannie Carmichael status with the fucking whip. It's fucking every sector time, <laughs> dude. Every sector time, dude, bro, like, bro. You went through that corner a second slower than we're gonna before. go. What we're gonna doing? go old school Sexton status, okay? You're gonna hit that corner a hundred fucking times perfect, or we're not leaving. So Kev's just never gonna want to ride a dirt bike ever again. Perfect. Okay. You want to know what that gets you? Have you seen Chase Sexton? He went two one. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so anyway. All right, man. Thanks. We appreciate you taking some time to come on here real quick. I know it's Father's Day and you're trying to spend some time with your dad. So, and make sure you tell him I said Happy Father's Day. From, they coming to Redbud from one day. Are they coming to Redbud? Are they coming to any of them? Uh, no, I think I'm solo mission to Redbud. So I'll definitely be hitting you up about um, uh, possible situations of help and whatnot. But Happy Father's Day to you as well. Well, thank you. Much appreciated. Um, uh, did you figure out where you're flying into for Redbud? Are you flying into Chicago or what? I haven't decided whether I'm flying or driving, but I'll probably figure that out tomorrow. Okay, great. Well, just keep me in the loop with what you what you're doing, man. 
So, because we'll be around, like, we're not going to go to the track till Friday because of the will call situation anyway. So, we'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be around most of the week. So, and if you're, if you're driving up here, like we said, we can get you on, uh, we can probably get you on track. I think I can. Oh, well, yeah, we can get them on track. I think, I Wednesday, think, yeah. yeah, we, we got a couple different ones we can get you into. Yeah. So, we'll figure it out, though. Yep. Sounds good, man. All right. All go right, have buddy. dinner. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. See ya. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Bye. 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 All right. Kevin Moran's everybody. Yeah, Your bike get, depot rider. I think we get him on a track. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm fully serious. I'll go down to Cirilla's. I'll get one of them fucking whips that they use in the BDSM bullshit. Hey, man, that's what Gary Savick used to do. Whipping that fucking ass. I, mean, I don't as know he's if going it had like corners. the weird. I don't know if it had like the weird little feathers on it, but that's what he used to do. He used to whip people's hands when they come across, leave the face of a jump. I may suck dick at riding, but that doesn't mean that everyone around wow, me has I was to definitely suck dick not, at riding. I definitely okay? was not thinking like when you started saying that, and then Cirilla's like I was really. Something else went through my mind. I was like, God, I don't I don't know where he's going with that. And then you said riding, and I was like, thank the Lord. Yeah, okay. All right. Good talk. Good <laughs> talk. That was weird. I wonder if it was the cord or I wonder if maybe it was the watch yeah, was whatever. fucking it up. I don't know. I was just yelling because I'm like, I feel like he can only hear me through that. So, so I Kev's guess pretty much it. staying at your house again the week, Red Bud. Sounds That's, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dude, the other day when he was asking me where to fly into, and I told him, and then I was like, man. If he flies into Chicago, I hope he doesn't think, like, I'm going to drive to Chicago and pick his ass the fuck up and then drive him back there to fly back out because that's not going to be a thing. That's we're, not a thing. We're going to have to have a little bit longer conversation about this before. It's $5 a gallon. Yeah. You know, that Trump gas money, we'd have been fine, but the fucking Biden gas money, it's like, hey. Look, you got a week before you know what you got to do. <sighs> fucking A. Oh, well, at least we know Kev's staying in your house again. <laughs> Guess we're hanging out with Kev that week. Guess I'm hanging out with Kev all week. Oh God! When I when I get a house, an actual house yeah. with property, I'm building like a minimal of five fucking one Little bedroom, one bath fucking bungalows somewhere on the property, just for Redbud Week. Yeah, just for fucking riders. Just for riders to come hang out. Fucking. Jesus. Oh, you need somewhere to stay, dude? I got a one one bedroom, one bath right here. Little bungalow for you. Prime, good to go. Good lord, dude. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, well, at least we know Kev will be around the whole week for Red Bull. <laughs> oh, oh man, I- dude. Buck just asked me the other day too. Oh, we got anybody coming? I'm like, dude, everybody's fucking flying, so nobody's gonna be here. Like, yep. I tried. Nobody's gonna be here. Yep. Did you uh, talk to Bobby? Uh, Bobby would be the only one because you know his ass ain't flying. I I did, but I don't know that I said anything to him about that. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It's we're it's kind of a it's a weird time because like the days of privateers I mean there obviously are guys, but the days of like where every privateer mm-hmm. r- like drove to every race, even yeah. like privateers now don't even really do that anymore. Yeah. Well so. dude, you know what Buck told me the other day? He he uh DM'd Star Yamaha and was like, Hey, I got track if you guys want to come practice on it the week of Redbud. <laughs> dude, if that somehow came to fruition that would be like the worst fucking kept secret, and his fucking track would be flooded with people. Be fucking hey bro, wild. Eli's out here. Well, Eli wouldn't be, but the two fifty guys would. Be fucking wild. Have you seen? Uh, did you see the video that came out this week with Eli riding his track with uh, who's the other kid? Who's the kid that rides there? I think it was on Rhino's Instagram. One of Rhino's guys. Yeah. Noah Viney. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Little pocket rocket? Yes. <laughs> they were riding at Eli's place in Cortez. 
And it was just like a cell phone video, and they like did a start, well, and then I do, they were just fucking ripping, bro. Rhino and Eli do have a, like a history together, so that doesn't yeah. surprise me that he was like, "Hey, man, can Noah come up there?" Because that, and I'm not, I'm not lying to you either. Noah, this is gonna sound stupid. He didn't look terrible against Eli on the practice track. Now that might have just been the turn track too. Yeah. I can't, I don't know. But it, but he took off, and then Eli took off. And it wasn't like Eli just blew right by him in the first corner. So well, look, Noah's all of 107 pounds soaking wet. Yes. So like the power to weight ratio. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I think he proved that at Paula when he ripped a start. Yeah. Uh, and then almost died. Yeah, he almost, he died, almost like, died. He almost died like every lap. He would he would have came back, I'd have been like, You almost died. <laughs> well, dude, he literally was on a super mini last year. He didn't even he's like, nah, super mini, straight to pro. <laughs> AC. Fuck, no. At least AC rode a couple amateur nationals on a 125. This kid literally went from super mini to pro. Seems like a good idea. Yeah. Also, Solid. he just did a regional out in California, and he got, like, third. Coach Rob approved. Yeah. Do you also know that uh, old um, dude Loretta's is going to be real weird this year in the age classes because uh, Alessi's going to be there? Oh, God, I heard that. And Reed. Yeah. So, <laughs> fucking... 25, 30 plus, or open 30 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. real fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Real fucking wild. Did you hear about the drama between uh, Steve and, is it Deegan? Oh, I think God. it was Deegan. Well, because, so Steve said on his show that he would never want to um, do the whole social media thing the way the Deegans are and stuff like that. Which is the dumbest comment made. Uh-huh. pretty sure they make good money doing what they're doing. And his his comment to it was, well, they um, it paints a target on his back, okay? And he referenced the Alessi Believe the Hype shirt or whatever. So Brian called him up and was like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Brian is like, nothing like Tony. You know, all this shit. And, and Steve was like, no, I'm not saying you guys are like Alessi. I'm just saying that because of what you're doing and all the publicity you have and all of this stuff, there's going to be a target on your back when you guys go pro. Like, that's just all there is to it. Now... They talked it out like adults. Everything's cool. They both said their piece. They both see where each one's coming from now. That's fine. And to me, that's great. Look, Brian would beat Steve's ass. <laughs> I don't. I mean, whatever, dude. I, that's I'm the not, dumbest I, thing. That's the dumbest thing it, I've ever heard, was, dude. In a day and age I mean, of social media, like, here's the thing: the kid's already got a target on his back because his last name is Deegan. Okay, it know, would be like a it would be like a McGrath kid coming out. Yeah, you know, you, and you, you or a Carmichael kid. There, there's. And I told you guys, told you about this on uh, Saturday. Uh, there's a kid that's jumping in for Redbud in Southwick from T- from PC that we've known about since he was on Junior. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't think he's got a target on his back? Yeah. So like that's just fucking dumb. Like yeah, whatever. But, you know, eh, but whatever. I'll tell you what. I also saw an Octane Co video this week of Deegan fucking ripping. Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, I w- I almost sent it to you and be like, dude. I know you talk about he's not that good, but dude, watch this. And it might be highlight clips, but we'll see what, we'll see what happens when it gets to Loretta's. He did. I don't know where the fuck they were at. There was a. It was a fucking like elevated turn type thing. Okay, it looked like it was man made. Um, he came up that ripping right sidewall, and fucking as he crested the top, just did a full stew like fucking scrub. Yeah, across the top and then brah, down the other side. And that was what started the video. And I went, holy fuck. Yeah. Which I know there's a lot of guys out there that can do that. I do that. I do know that. R- at being a rider myself, 
It's fucking impressive to mm. watch. And then you went through the rest of the video and watched him do all this other stuff, and you're just like, dude, I, he's he's got some skills. Oh, I've never disputed that the kid doesn't have talent. It's just once again, we'll see. Like he's he's going to be fast, and I that's why I think I still stand by my comment that I think Supercross. If he ever accomplishes anything in his pro career, I think it's going to be in Supercross because oh, all so that too. natural talent is going to translate it, translate over. It's just <laughs> I have a hard time believing with the way he is that when outdoors comes into it, and who knows, maybe it gets to the point where it won't even matter and he just never even races outdoors. Yeah. You know, and he just rides Supercross. So this will be, uh, this conversation won't be worth anything. But he just doesn't strike, not the kid, not that he doesn't have the work ethic. He just doesn't strike me as the kid that is willing to suffer to win an outdoor title. Whereas in Supercross, oh, yeah. I think it's the same thing. It's one of, with a lot of these kids, it comes naturally. Yeah. And I think he will accomplish more in Supercross, whereas outdoors, he might just be another top I 10 I bet guy. you by the time he gets the big bikes, I bet he doesn't touch an outdoor track. I bet you he's in World Supercross and Supercross here, and that's what he fucking rides. Yeah, so. you know, and I mean, here's the, here's the thing, because I really just, he's still in the B class. Here's the thing that really sucks about all this for people like us. It gives us stuff to talk about, but because when he goes pro, it's going to be one of those things that this is all we're going to end up talking about mm-hmm. for a whole entire show, which I don't really like because you know how I am with hype with certain guys. But it's like we we both know that when we get when that happens, every fucking show out there like ours is just going to be talking about him going pro. Well, you know what? It happens, man. Shit comes along and shit happens. So yep. it'll be interesting to talk about and it's going to get over analyzed and over diagnosed every every which way from single Sunday. race for the first five races of his career. Well, you so. know, when you got that much hype around you and, and you're that fucking popular, it's it's valid. Hey, on a positive note. The way Brian talked, uh, next year we will see him at Pro Nationals. Oh, yeah. So he will be doing all the Pro Nationals he can without pointing gonna, out. You're not going to see, uh, <laughs> depending on what happens with a certain rider, and we'll wait till we start talking about 250s, uh, they've already straight up said, kind of like the LeBlanc thing, that if he scores 40 mm-hmm. in Redbud and Southwick, they're skipping Loretta's. Yeah. Which I'm curious if we. If we find out this week that they're going to pull that with Hymas, hmm. because right now if he does that at Redbud at Southwick, it leaves fucking Hymas as the only A dude. There's nobody yeah. left. No legit. There's nobody there anymore yeah. with Romano LeBlanc. And if he's gone, there's nobody left in it. Like there's Gavin Towers and all them. But let's be real, we know Hymas can walk Towers. There's nobody left. Mm-hmm. Hymas must might just say, "Why don't I just go pro at this point? Mm-hmm. Why don't I just step in there and do it?" Yep. I think he isn't he going to after Loretta's. Yeah, but I'm talking about before uh, Loretta's. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Like, dude, you you're literally you might. Here's the big question, okay? <laughs> and we can get into this here because uh, we're going into 250s. So Hymas is going to step in after uh, after Loretta's, correct? Yep. Okay. And he'll be the full fledged guy with outdoors next year, next to Hunter, because Jet's going to a 450. That was going to be my question. Is he so he's going to do the end of the series, hmm. skip Supercross, do a full prep of Supercross, but not race Supercross essentially? I, I bet he rides Supercross 250 East next year. So they're going to have two guys on one coast and one on the other? I think so. Interesting. I think that they'll put him and Hunter on the same coast. Interesting. And they'll put Jet on the other. Because I think hmm. Jet goes west. How much you want to bet Jet goes west next year? Oh, yeah. Because he's already won the East title. Oh, yeah. There's, Go west. There is no, well, but don't they want to <laughs> run that number one? Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, but maybe, the, but yeah, I, but at the same hopefully time, hopefully it doesn't fucking crash five days before. Say, but at the won. same time, there's more hype around the West Coast, so it would not surprise me yeah. to see them put him on the West Coast and just because be like, I mean, what, it would be a thing to go. Yeah, I won West and East. Yeah, because that's something. Because you see a lot of guys win the same coast multiple times. Yeah, but it's very rare that you see a guy win both coasts mm-hmm. in their two fifty. Well, on top of that, think about it. They can stick with the branding right now yeah. of the Jets in eighteen. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay, let's get into this here. Uh, your 250 class race review brought to you by our friends at, if I can pull up One my moment. fucking sheet here. Buffering, buffering, buffering. Buffering, buffering. <laughs> Just circle, 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 circle. Yeah, I have a third one here. Oh, never mind, I don't. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Josh and Kayla over at gutterworksgutters.com. You guys are awesome. Awesome people. Awesome moto people. Awesome moto. All the kids are on bikes now. All of them. Every one of them. <laughs> All of them. You know, we talk about these people that have one kid with 19 bikes at a race. Yep. They're going to have 19 kids with, with one, one bike, bike each at the race. Fucking love oh, it, man! It's gonna be awesome. I think I think their goal is to just start a whole factory team. Yeah, that's what they're trying. I mean, to there's, do. it's gonna be it's gonna be they're gonna have uh, mechanics, suspension people, yeah, it's gonna be managers. Fe- it's gonna be a female dominated factory I team. I love those guys. God, they're awesome. I love Josh and Kayla. That whole family is just a great group of people, dude. I wish I had the balls to like bust out as many kids as they are because I have one, and I'm like, that's yeah, good. We're good. Careful, anybody, though. Not that any of the people really watching the show know who these people are, but if you do, careful, though, because you come at Kayla with the whole thing, and she will bite your ass off. Yeah. She don't like that. Kayla, it's all love. Girl. It is love. Oh, she knows it. It's all it. love. She knows it's all it. love. But, yeah, they got a full, they're going to have a full factory team at the end of, oh, like, yeah. 2030. Oh, yeah. 2030, it's just going to be semi-drivers, nutritionists. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fucking uh, awesome. I love you guys. Oh, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Okay, here we go. All right, so two fifty class. Holy okay. shit! Here we go. Woo! That was a good day of racing. God are you, damn! Are you ready for this jet hype here? I don't think Jet can be the only guy you can be hyping up. Jet after goes two one for first, baby. Yep. So let me ask you this: I'm gonna tone back my moto wins. Yeah, I was about to say you better after that second moto. I'm gonna tone it back. Okay, yeah, you better. Hold on. Let me let me go here. Do we go 12 for 12? Overalls? Yes. No, because I think... Because we're 4 for 4. Yeah. We're 33% of the way there already. I think with the way that second moto, and we'll get into it when we talk about Hunter with some an interesting uh, uh, thing that I have to say about the end of that last lap. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that... I think that that second moto... Well, you could say both motos, because Hunter won the first moto yeah. going away. I mean, there was a little bit of controversy, and we'll get... Not controversy, but like there was some... There was some things that happened. Uh, no, not with the way that second moto. And I'm here to tell you that even if Jet still wins this title, which he still is obviously the favorite, I think we were all wrong when we thought that Jet, like because J-Mart's gone, that this was just like Hunter was going to be there and like, oh, he'll take some, you know, a couple motos or whatever. He's going to make he's going to make Lil Bro work his fucking ass off. Now, the whole entire season. Now, let me say this, though. And maybe they just swip, swap three points every round, so it won't really matter. It'll just stay at 12 the whole fucking <laughs> the whole season. But, yeah. Let me let me just say this, though, okay? I watched qualifying. He was top of the board there. I was like, okay, cool. We're doing By the well. way, I think he's 100%. I don't think I don't think either of those he's, boys are. Sick. He's close. I think he, they, they're close. They're think, not. They're well, not far they off. Both, they both might. They both might not be a hunt. But I think that like us of oh he's it. It might be with what with whatever they had going on. 
and the way they looked, that it might be moto, it might be lingering, but it's like not where it's issue. like your recovery is not as good or something. But it's not an issue the day. But it's not. Anymore. Yeah, it's not when like you it put was the first thirty six on Cooper. But hey, but anyway, anyway, yeah, anyways, let's yep. get back to this. Okay, yep, yep. So I watch that first moto. I watch and I go, ooh, we do not look good today. This is gonna be which is tough. unfortunate because he looked good. It was just Hunter. Was here's, on one. here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to send some flowers and some chocolates to Justin Cooper and thank him for that second moto win because the second moto, we also did not look – our start was better, mm. but we did not look great the first couple of laps. Yep. Then Cooper comes in and decides he's going to be a big dog and run us wide. Which, all fairness to Cooper, like most, it was people, a legit don't, move. most people don't want to try that with hey. Jack. Hey, wasn't mad about it. No, okay? no. He it was, was just it was racing fair. him hard. Yeah, he just ran fair away. Move. Yeah. He just ran away. Jet Homer over here, fair move. Yeah, it wasn't dirty or anything malicious. Like, he just even saw out the front end. Even fairer move, it flipped the switch in Jet, and all of a sudden we were fucking riding. Yeah, because I'll be honest. He looked 10 times I'll be better honest after with you, that. If that wouldn't have happened, I think Hunter walks. I think so, too. I think he walks away. I 100% agree with you. Because I don't think Jet was like, oh, like, because I was thinking he was just going to be like, oh, I'll just ride my own pace. Yep. And if I catch him, I catch him. If I don't, yep. And then Cooper was like, "You know what, dude? I'm because Cooper still go in here and throw it in on Jet. Because Cooper still because Cooper is still not a hundred percent. He's definitely getting a lot closer, but he's not a hundred percent. But yeah. it's a good thing to know that that injury is not going to be a long term thing. It's good to know that because I'm not a Cooper fan, but he is a good rider and he brings more parity to the series when he's mm-hmm. healthy. But yeah, I think that he woke something up in Jet. He's like, oh no 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 no! Like even if you don't beat Hunter, you're not just gonna walk away with second. But it for some reason it flipped a switch in him, and the riding was ten times well, better after that. Not to say that I think Jet ever thought this, but I think that it maybe th- made Jet realize that this series is not gonna be as easy. Not to say that he thought it was gonna be easy, mm-hmm. but if there was any idea that it was just gonna be a walk I in mean, the park whole summer, I mean, let's be honest. We all can say everything we fucking want to. If you are the reigning champ, yeah. you come in, and the first round, you go 1-1 one, one by however yeah, many yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a but fuck if it's your practice he, track. I'm not claiming if the, yeah. he thought this. But I'm just saying, it's creeping into the back of your mind of like, yeah. fuck, I especially got, if you're, I got you know, this, duck. Especially if you're turning 19, like, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. But what I'm saying is, is if there was any any thought, even if it was mm-hmm. all the way back in his brain, that this was just going to be a walk in the park, yeah. I think after yesterday, oh, yeah. that's gone. But, yeah, like I said, I didn't think we looked good at all until Cooper fucking came in there. And then and he put looked like us. Jet the the Jet. Yes. Like I, yes. Then he started riding. He was jumping little I, bumps into and corners. And I will also and, say that I think that even if recovery wise they're not a hundred percent, I think what Jet and Hunter did that second moto, you're not going to get any. That's that's their ma- that's their max potential. Yeah, right now. they're oh, not yeah. going any faster than that. Oh yeah, like they're. People, if people want to claim, oh well, you know, last no, 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 no. Well, that let, was. Let me just tell you that we're going to extend that points lead a little bit here in two weeks because we are fucking good at Redbud. You can say he's good at Redbud, but Hunter's on a confidence right now and he's pissed. We are good at Redbud. Yeah, but he also wasn't the fastest dude last year. RJ was. So to say that he was, we're not worried about RJ. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not. We're not worried about RJ. But to make it seem like the Jets just like unbeatable, I'm not saying he's unbbeatable. I'm just saying Hunter's also very good at red button. I'm just saying we're going to put two on the board on next week. And you then said the that fo- at high point, and, and then didn't... the following week, Hunter's going to put two on the board against us. I don't think so, man. I think that this whole entire year, that second moto is going to be a dogfight. I think this is what we're going to see. I don't think. 
unless Hunter from last year shows up at the Wick, I don't think there's any round where I could say either one of them. It's a done deal. I'll guaranteed. tell you what. If Other Hunter, than Paula if, at the end of the round. Yeah, I was going to say, if Hunter wants this title, though, he better go into Paula with 10 plus points. It's kind of like the Chase Sex and the Eli mm-hmm. Tomac thing. These, but, yeah, I don't. Those two that that second moto rode to their max potential. Yep. Like they're you're not getting anything better. Dude, I don't want to hear dropped Cooper. That and was see, here's fucking the thing. crazy. Here's the thing. I know you're going to disagree with me because you're a jet guy. Probably and I'm a hunter guy. Probably. I just start. You don't, you don't even got to say it. I disagree. Let's move on. But you're Jet wrong. is lucky. <laughs> Jet's lucky. There wasn't another lap. Dude, I know Hunter closed up. Did you up see that. the lap time from that last? No, lap? I did not see that. Hunter went two hundred four eight, the fastest wow. lap of the moto, and it was three tenths faster than 204. Jets. Two hundred four. Yeah, on the last lap. That's of why I made up all that time. <laughs> wow, that's I think impressive. Jet. Even if you want to say that Jet laid up a little bit, that's a fine thing to say. And he might have. But here is the thing: you when you come back and see that it still was faster than Jet's fastest lap of the moto. Yeah. You can say he might have laid up, but then you go, oh, it was still better than his fastest mm-hmm. lap. You can go, well, then it evens itself out. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's why he made up all that time. And, look, I'm here to tell you that when Jet pulled, like, what was it, when Hunter made a few mistakes with his line selection when he pulled, like, three seconds, I'm like, all right, Hunter let him go. Like, he knows he's not going to catch him because they're so close. Yeah. And then that last lap came around, and all of a sudden I'm watching he's the ticker, and, and I'm like, yeah, holy shit. I know. When I, when I saw that, I was like. What's he doing? Yeah, <laughs> where, where did that? Fuck because you're come looking from? at Jet and you go, oh yeah, maybe he's not pushing as hard, but you're like, oh he's still because he was still running two oh sixes. Yeah, so it's like they were still within range of what they were doing the whole entire time. Yeah, yeah, man, I those boys are on a different level, man. They are on a different level, and like I said, Hunter once again, kind of like from Paula, he was pissed. Jet was happy. He's like, yeah, that was fun. And you look at Hunter, and there was no smile on his yeah. face. He's like, I let. Dude, I like, was waiting. I was watching Moto last night, and I was waiting. I was like, oh, take that helmet off. Let's see. And you even, even hear Brock, Brock Glover was like, take that helmet off. Yeah, I want to see he didn't look, look like. He didn't look happy. Nope. He didn't look happy. And here's the thing. Remember that conversation we had with our preview show about what it's going to be like when this starts going back and forth? Mm-hmm. Not that those two are going to take each other out. I think we're getting to that threshold. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I think so, too. I, so you agree with me. You think we're getting to that threshold where things stop being. We're not taking each other out, but the brotherly love. Yeah. That's not a thing when we're on the track mm-hmm. anymore. We're at that threshold. And I think all it's going to take is this another weekend and we go to Southwick and Hunter's like, you know what, little bro? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking you out. We aren't brothers on the track. And yeah. they can say that all they want, but you know that there's still a little bit of Hey man, I'm not gonna push it in as deep, or I'm not gonna blow you out of this rut. But this happens again. But here's the thing: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think Hunter has more of the bulldog mentality, but I think Jet has better racecraft. But see, here's the thing, though: I totally agree with you. But because of what, so say, and obviously this is this doesn't matter because it's coulda, shoulda, woulda. Say Hunter wins that second moto. We're down to we're down to six points Mm -hmm. going into Red Bud. Yep. Jet can go, yeah, I have one of these titles, but Jet's at that point of his career where he just wants to keep winning, winning. Like, he's having fun, but he wants to win, just like everybody else, especially if he can beat Big Bro. Yep. If that goes to six points, Jet may not have the bulldog in him, but I think you're seeing that if if it gets to six points at any point, he's having the same way. Like, they're not all lovey-dovey, like, yeah, bro, that was a good thing, because... I think we also had another qu- answer or another question answered yesterday. Remember when we had the conversation about with Jet and Hunter with their ceiling, and we know that Jet's 
potential is higher because he's so much more mm-hmm. talented. But Hunter has that grittiness. So we thought, oh, on any given lap, Jets' outright speed is just a tick higher. Yep. I don't know if we can say that anymore. I think that now, I think they're dead ass even. Well, it's kind of like we talked about. Hunter was here. Jet was here. And then it moved. And now Jet's up here. It's only and right here. bringing Hunter up. And, and see, now we're leveling I, back out again. See here, I think it's only right here because yeah. of Jet's titles. Yeah. If Jet doesn't have those titles... They're even again. Mm-hmm. Because like that was my one thing. I was like, well, you know, at any given moment, Jet can uncork one, and he can just go a half a second quicker than Hunter, and Hunter won't be able to match it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that second moto proved me wrong. Yep. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> We're in for a crazy rest of the summer. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And I just, I, I don't. The other boys are screwed. There's a lot of good racing going on with that. But I'm not confident anymore that I know who's going to win between those two outside of when we go to Paula. And yeah. if last year's Hunter shows up at the Wick. Yep. But yeah, like I said, Redbud, Millville, Washougal, Bud's Creek, Ironman. Dude, that second moto, and now all of a sudden Hunter's got his starts figured out. Yeah. And if Hunter rips a holy at any point and Jet's at seventh, eighth like he was that first moto, mm-hmm. same thing if it was the opposite with Hunter and Jet coming, you know, Jet out front and Hunter coming from behind. Yeah. Jet ain't catching Hunter. And like I said, the same thing with Hunter catching Jet. If Jet rips a holy, he's not catching him. So now all of a sudden that Hunter knows how to get starts mysteriously. Not that Jet's ever been bad at starts. Jet better click off those starts every fucking time. Yeah. Because if Hunter rips a holy and Jet's in sixth, he ain't catching him. Mm-hmm. Outside of Paula, yep. he ain't catching him. There's just a new dynamic that just got thrown there in that is. second moto, man. There is. And if it gets to six points at any point this season before Paula, my level of confidence in Jet winning this title slowly starts to come down a little bit. It slowly starts to come down a little Look, bit. Look, Hunter's going to have to put more than like three points on him before I start losing confidence in Jet winning this title. See, my only confidence in that is, is that if he has the points lead or it's a big points lead going into Paula... If they're within, if they're tied going into Paula, yes. But if Hunter has two points, three points, then we're going to see if he's got a bulldog in him, if he really does have that bulldog in him. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, dude, here's the thing. Jets had to fight for these. Like, he, it wasn't a walk in the park for him to win that title last year. Him and Cooper went back and forth, so it's not like he hasn't done this before. But Cooper's, but thing, but I think the thing with Cooper and Hunter, the difference between those two, though, is Cooper is so up and down. Cooper last year had the first motos dialed, couldn't pull his head out of his ass in the second motos. Yeah. Hunter has now proven that he has both motos dialed in. Well, y'all. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I It's going to be awesome. Yeah. The winner in all this is us. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens moving forward between those two. So moving on, Hunter goes 1-2 for second and gets a two-year deal. Yep. For staying on the 250 at Honda. Because he will, because Jet's going 450 outdoors next year. Yep. So, so. that's cool. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Deserves it. Yep. That was great. Um, Shimoda goes 3 5 for third. Very quietly. Look what happened, still though. He's the best PC guy. Look what <laughs> happened, though, when he jumped in behind Jet that first moto. It, did you find it funny that Glover makes the comment that, like, yeah. Joe's really comfortable when he's riding around Jet because they've been friends and they've yeah. rode they've rode around each other and it's like you know 
you watch that first moto and you go, man, dude, Joe can run with them. Yeah. And it's exactly what he talked about. He's comfortable riding around those guys. He's not nervous. He's not in the pack. He's not anything. He just fucking takes well, off with them. He also knows that if he latches on to them and he marks them, all he has to do is pick up on their line selection after two laps and yeah. go implement that, that into his technique. Yeah. And he automatically is a tick faster. Yep. If Joe gets a start, I think Joe can win a, win a moto or two. Yeah, I really do. I think that he proved yesterday that how long he ran with Jet in that first moto. Yeah, I think that he pretty much, like you said, run with those dudes. I don't think the speed's the issue. He's just got to get a start. Yeah, pretty. And much. we saw what happened that second moto at Hangtown. He was probably going to go to the front, mm-hmm. and then he just knifed the front end or whatever. Joe, I think, gets one or two motos this year by by the time Zen if Jet and Hunter have issues. All right. Um, Moseman goes five four for fourth. Dude, that's Michael Moseman. In a nutshell, you want to talk about you, you want to talk about Chase Sexton never changing. Oh yeah, Michael Moseman. So my question to you is: Does Moseman win that first moto if he doesn't go down? Fuck, I don't know, man. Who the fuck knows? It's like a Joey Savacci. It's situation. hard to tell because he doesn't ever not go down. God, he was so fast in that first dude. He went around Hunter like he was standing still. Oh yeah, and they're like cruising. They're like, dude, if you could harness this fucking speed and then just down. See, which is why, once again, it's very hard to pick him for anything because you know he's got the speed. That's not the issue. The cardio yeah. is not the issue. It just has mental fucking. I, I it's don't just know, something. Over, just overthinking things. Jesus was a savage on him. Jesus What's was happening? As a savage. Uh, all right. So Cooper goes eight three for fifth. That first moto was not good. No, man, he was just right there in that pack with Voland and all that. Yeah. And just could not make anything happen. Nope, not at all. Um, Hamaker, great starts all day. Four six, four six for uh, and if he doesn't for t- six. if he doesn't knife the front end that first lap in the second moto he he probably gets on the box uh, I think so I think he's just yeah he probably could be back up in that three four so five range I unless something happens in this off week I don't think we have issues this year I think that he I think he's good I think he's proven through <laughs> I'm not saying nothing with him till the fat lady sings at the end no, of the season. No, I, I think he's I think he's good. I don't think it's going to flare up. I think that he's got through these four rounds. He got through Thunder Valley without getting smoked and it was we know it was hot in Thunder no, Valley. No, no, I'm out until we get to the end of the season. Nah, man, he, he's good. Make it through the whole thing. Uh RJ Hampshire, I heard he wanted to fly from the hospital to the race last week and I heard, race. I think he refuted that. He said that was bullshit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, cuz okay. Jason Thomas even asked him that. He's like, <laughs> "And no." Uh he goes 7747. So it's going to take him quite a few rounds to get back up to 100%. That's what happens when you get shanked. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Volan, 6'9 for eighth. So that's, I mean. Six is good. 6'9. He's in the top 10. I'm not upset about that. I mean, that's where he should be because that's yeah. where he was last year as a rookie. Yeah. So uh, Pierce Brown goes 10 10 for ninth. All right. Didn't Pierce get Brown. Stuck didn't get stuck in the, in the mud. Didn't <laughs> crash out. Fueled uh, in boil. We're uh, good. No, no, no. He was. Ugh. We're good. Lots there. Uh, Nate Thrasher came back after leaving the race in a cat or in a sling last week and he I, goes 9 uh, 11 for 10th. I think the first moto proved that he has the speed, but I think that whatever fucking happened to him, yeah. I think that he, he definitely felt the effects of it. And the only reason I say that not being a Nate Thrasher guy, is because that whole first moto, he was running seventh like the whole time. Okay. And then all of a sudden with two laps to go, he just drops off. If he would have went to seventh and then just dropped off within the first 10 minutes, you'd be like, okay. He just, he's not there. Like, it doesn't matter. He's just not there. The fact, because he was in that Cooper, Voland, RJ, like freight train or whatever. I mean, he held Cooper off for 32 minutes, and then all of a sudden, the last two laps, he just gets zapped. So I think whatever happened to him, but it was good to see because he was good in practice. He was 
good the most of that first moto, good the second moto outside of a bad start. I think if he just keeps working back and just gets healthy, I think that he'll be good. But he just needs motos like that, man. He needs to, for confidence boost. He needs to show that he can be in the top ten for his mental side. Look, to make you happy, I put him on my fantasy team yesterday. I seen that, and he paid off. And he paid off. Yep. So uh, Styles Robertson, fourteen eight for eleventh. Man, whatever. Kitchen, fifteen twelve for twelfth. So he went down that first moto. Uh, I thought he tweaked something because he was like hobbling around when he got up. I don't mm. know if it was his hip or something. Um, there was a thing going around that they think that whatever was going on at Thunder Valley with how much he, how much pressure he put on himself, yeah, that he might have set himself back because he was just uh, off the whole day, hmm. which would be a fair assessment to make. I, I was I was watching the first moto and I was like, that's not good. He's way in the back. He must yeah. have crashed and then yeah, he was off. Didn't really come that far forward. Uh, Romano goes thirteen fourteen for thirteenth. Okay, and then LeBlanc goes twelve fifteen for fourteenth. That was more of a good. That's more of a good thing for LeBlanc. The more he can get towards the top ten mm-hmm. over and over, considering Romano is the guy. But anything that those two do this summer is just a learning experience. Yep. So um, let's scroll through here. Anything else? Anything else? Hey, look, there's your boy Jack Rogers. Yeah, great first moto, twenty third, I think. TJ Rios, bro. Chris Prebula was in the top twenty for a little bit. That yeah, Prebula had a good ride. We're gonna have to talk to him when we go to Red Bud. Josiah Natsky, 11th again, the first moto, that and can't get a... guy was on my fantasy team, too. Can't get a fucking <laughs> nothing. Can't get any help. 11th, the first moto. Top finishing privateer, like legit privateer, because people are like Derek Kelly, but Derek Kelly gets, Derek Kelly gets factory support. Yeah. Josiah Natsky is literally driving to the races in a van that has 350,000 miles on it. Fucking yeah. He's got nothing. He has like is he like Jim Holly, like banging chicks in the back before the podium's no, he, over, or what? He's got a pretty serious girl. Oh, cool. Well, is he banging her in the back before the podium? I assume so. He's he's uh, he's New Zealander, so yeah, he's perfect. Perfect. Uh, He'd be cool to try to talk to at Red Bud. Sure. Yeah. No, he's legit. Um, Somebody, somebody, help this kid out. Jesus Christ! Because he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going until I run out of money. (laughs) Like, dude, somebody help this kid. I mean, he's literally beating factory dudes on a legit stock Kawasaki 250F. Somebody help this kid. Because I can tell you this right now, that if you put him on like a PC bike, he'd sure shit beat Jet Reynolds. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to it's hard, not hard to beat somebody who doesn't show up to race. Look, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Is you know coming, what? Is he coming back for Red Bud? There was rumors <laughs> of Red Bud, and then people like Southwick, and they're like, "Oh no, Millville." Although we are getting Colton Nichols back at Red Bud. Okay. And possibly Schwartz. Okay. Don't know when the hell Mumford's coming back. Like I heard even... Redbud on that too. Okay, so we're getting some. Oh man, it's going to make it hard for some of these top <laughs> these privateers, not Natsky or Kelly, but some of these other guys that have been sneaking in there. Yeah, man, you're starting to funnel some of the other top guys in here, and it's going to make it rough. Dude, it's crazy to think that we got an off week, and then it's Redbud already. I know. Felt before, like we just started the series. Before you know, it, it's going to be designations. God, I'm so excited. Fuck. So excited. Wild. Are we actually going to do a show this year for that? Maybe. Since we didn't do it last year? Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so just to touch on fantasy here before we wrap this up, I've kicked your ass two weeks in a row. Cool, man. I'm still ahead of you. Bro, you're only ahead by 30 points, and I yeah. beat you handily. Not well, not by 30. I beat you by 66 points yesterday. Uh, well, you The know week what? before, I beat you by... 100 plus cool i still well that shows you how much ahead i beat you at the first i mean two rounds. dude the first two rounds for me were not great 
But yeah. like I said, all I of a sudden we're getting, dude. Nah. You know what? We're like Tomac. The first two rounds, nah. if our ass ends dragging a little bit, nah. you know, shocks a little low, we're just not good. Nah. Did you nah. hear that? What? He so he didn't. He was doing uh, was it the press conference last week or something? And he basically said that uh, when his bike setup has the rear end too low. Uh. He does it. He feels like he has to hold on tighter. He pumps up, and that's why he doesn't ride so well. Yeah. And Weege goes, 12 years. 12 years we've been analyzing what the fuck happens to you when you don't ride well, when you tell us you get arm pump or whatever, and it's just, it's a shock? Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't fucking ride the bike like RV. He rides at the front of the bike. He's manhandling. Uh, that would make sense. Why I know. It was just hilarious, want- though, because here we are, here we all are trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with him. Why did he ride like shit this week? And then come to find out, he literally put it in the most basic terms of like, yeah, you know, if, if my setup is wrong and the shock sits too low, I feel like I'm hanging off the back of the bike. I hold on tighter. I pump up. Boom. No problem. Yeah. That's what's wrong with it. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. And you couldn't come out and tell us this five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> So, interesting. Uh, um, at, but back to fantasy real quick. Uh, the league is still going for anyone who's curious. Um, we are all still playing in it. Me and Justin are, you know, I'm about to whoop his ass too. Are you guys going to make me a number plate that says champion of the host? Dude, you've gotten four rounds in and I'm still ahead of you. Calm down. Are you going to say champion? Is it going to say champion? No. Can it say uh, the big dog? Like something like that on it? On number one play? Um, uh, to the uh, uh, winners of the Supercross League, third place in the Supercross League is all handled. Everyone with weekly prizes who won, who contacted me, has been handled. First place guy, I can't remember who it is. I have your info. I have your stuff. Kev just got me the jersey. It literally showed up like two days ago. So your stuff will be going out this week to you. Your number plate, your your T-shirt, your uh, Moran's jersey, uh, all that kind of stuff will be coming out to you. Uh, whoever got second place in the league, um, you have until the next break to contact me um, until the next break in outdoors, which is the end of July to contact me regarding your prize. Otherwise your prize is going back in the box and we'll give it away some other time for something. So, cause I do have your Jersey too, the science Scott meshy Jersey and all the other stuff I can send you. So, uh, but yeah, but I just want to let, let if the guy who won the league for Supercross is listening, I have all your stuff now. I will get it sent out. So two things before we talk in Redbud for a split second uh, before we wrap this up. Ryder D, Ryder D Francesco will be making his debut at Redbud and will be doing Southwick for the Pro Circuit team, obviously. Um, They basically made the decision kind of like with LeBlanc. If he goes in and he looks like he can run the pace and if he scores 40, because that's the max, but even if he doesn't score 40, but he you know feels a little frisky, kind of like what Pierce Brown did years ago, they're just going to pull him. They're not going to do it. Um, look, man, looking at what LeBlanc did and Romano did, I would assume that he's going to be able to score 40 points in two rounds. I don't see why the hell he wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where he's going to be at the end of a 35-minute moto, but since he's been same thing with Hymas, since they've all kind of been in the same pace for the last couple of years, there's no reason to think that he's not going to go out and be a tick under those two. Obviously, yeah. I only give the nod to those two because those two have been running the out, the pace for the last four rounds. Mm-hmm. So more than likely, you'll see Ryder Deer from Red Bud on out. And uh, let's touch on, before we get into some talk of Red Bud, the news that came out this week about a 250 guy that might be coming over not next year. Not news. Trip. It's a rumor. It's news. It's, it's a rumor. It's, yeah, whatever. It's going to happen. And you know what they say about rumors? 
Always the, starts with the kernel of the truth. So they're true. <laughs> Maybe. So the rumor is that yep. Tom Vial is coming next year. God, I love it. Love because it. he does not want to go to the big bikes. Nope. And he is going to be forced to go to the big bikes in GPs next year. Yep. So sounds like he is coming. And who did you say was moving over to KTM? Timo Benestant. He's the one that ha- he rides on the factory Yamaha Okay. Team. Yep. Yep. So... So Vial will most likely be over here, probably, I would assume, under the factory KTM tent. Which is good, because they want to kick Max Mullen off of it. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor Dude. guy. And apparently Vial, he's a French guy. He loves to ride Supercross. Yep. So, so this will be interesting to see how this goes. I mean, if you're looking at it from the... If you're looking at it in the sense that Jet is going to be moving away from it, J-Mart, who knows, with him, Cooper's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a world champion, a guy that has been battling for world champions outside of his rookie year. I mean, dude, <laughs> just keeps adding more parity to our 250 Outdoor Series. But mm-hmm. the one thing that I will say about VL that is a given with him, dude gets starts and he could get a start in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, that is his thing. He is like Prado. He Somehow he could start backwards and still yank the start. His starts are on point. So if you're not so much Supercross but outdoors, whoever's in the series, you just have to be prepared for the fact that if you don't get starts, you're going to be chasing this dude down every fucking weekend. Yeah. It's cool, man. I like it. I like Tom Vial. He's fun to watch ride. He's a little he's a little bit of a weird character just for the fact that his dad Fred is a a guy that has won GPs. He's a, he's a guy that actually Did has Did you just say his dad Fred? His dad's name is Fred. So we got Fred and we got Tom. Yeah. To the whitest names ever. Perfect. Yeah. Now, his dad, Fred, is a uh, former GP winner. He's a guy that had factory rides. Like, his dad was legit. Tom's a little weird. I've heard stuff. Now, who knows, because this is across the pond. But I've heard he's a little bit of a closed-off kid. Doesn't really like to. Shocker. Yeah. Moto kid being. Moto kid being closed off. Never heard of that before. Yeah, I know. Uh, I like it, though. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. I think that if we, if you. (laughs) We get another world champion in our series. That just mm-hmm. makes our shit look good. Yeah. So, I mean, going to be the number one KTM 250 guy. <laughs> Poor Max Volan. Poor Max Volan. Poor Max Volan. All right. Uh, let's talk about some Red Bud in two weeks. Do we know what time the, not futures. The combine? Yeah. Do we know what time that is? I was it's going to be on a Friday, up. so I'm going to assume the since they're doing 25 minute motos like they did at Ironman, I'm going to assume the first moto will probably be at one o'clock because okay. I think that they're trying to run it like an actual what you would experience Pro. at a national. Okay. So you go off at one o'clock, and then the final moto is at like three or something. Okay, yeah, I was trying to look up the other day. Oh, it won't be on there. There was the schedule. Is there one at Ironman too again this year? That Ironman in the last round of Paula. Okay, cool, yep. great. Going uh, to the favorite track of the pros for most people. Yep. Yep. Fourth of July weekend. It looks like it's going to be hot as balls. Be great. We'll be in a VIP tent when we're not in the pits. Yes. Um, Sorry, we are important and we do not God, fraternize we, with you peasants. I wish we actually were important. Um, we gotta. What, I mean, I know that it's two weeks off, so anything can happen, and then it's next week. But Red Bud is always that one that's marked on the calendar for everyone, not just us. Obviously, as being Michigan people. Yeah. Just uh, what do you expect? What do you think? Dude, I told you. Jet's going to put two on the board. Okay. All right. Uh, Dude, I think Chase is going to put two on the board. Mm. 
Honda's just going to keep this fucking rolling. Man, here, I have bud. no idea what to expect in the 250 class. I think the only thing I could say is it's either going to be a jet, it's going to be Jet or Hunter, unless fucking RJ decides to do what he did last year and just all of a sudden go into God mode. <laughs> sounds sounds not probable at all. Well, I mean, it did it last year. We didn't see that coming. Um, I don't know. I don't believe the Jet thing. I know you like to say that and you like to think that, but there's no reason to think after what happened yesterday that that's even a possibility anymore. Just. The only way I think that happens is if he yanks a start and Hunter's buried, which all of a sudden somehow Hunter knows how to get starts. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Like I know, like I know that it's not impossible. Of course it's possible. Jet fucking Lawrence, but I just don't know how that's. I, I don't know how you could come to that conclusion after what happened yesterday. Like there's there's no way to think that. We like Red Bud. We're good at Red Bud. We're gonna win Red Bud. One one. He didn't no even problem. Go, he didn't even go one one last year. We're gonna win. He didn't. We're good. We're fine. You, you We're said, fine. I don't want to argue about. Maybe this you get the you. overall. I'm trying to be your friend right now. Uh, I'm just trying to be very calm really, about this. I don't this. really care. I mean, you can go to a tangent because I could be like and ask you a question at every. I don't have the energy for a tangent. I don't know if you yeah. noticed the energy level is a little low tonight. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't see that happening. No, because last year he wasn't even the fastest guy. Um, maybe get the overall again, but four fifties. Nah, I don't believe the chase thing. I think Eli goes one one. I think Eli goes 1-1. I think Eli gets two starts, and I think he walks everyone. I think you're going to see, uh, what is it? What was it? Um, was it 2017? Was it 2017? No. Was it 2018? I don't know. What year was the bike? What? No. no. Whatever year it was, the Eli was just on rails. Maybe it was 2019. Um, I think he walks everyone. I think he yanks a holy bone. 